you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, and no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $5 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Since we last left you, ladies, a truce has been called between Aretha and Patty. Am I right? Not a truce. I wouldn't call it a truce. We just, we stopped trying to kill each other. That's right, because we're not friends. We're just familiar. Like I did her makeup today, gave her a nice smoky eye instead of a black one. You look cute. Thank you. Thank you. I know that hurts coming from you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a nice smoky eye instead to, of a black one. That's right. Shout out to none other than the great Patty LaHale. At Maleficent on Twitter, who is the creator of Got To Be Real, which is the clip that you just heard. It was from Patty LaHale's Got To Be Real web series. And it was a legendary throwdown showdown between Aretha Franklin and Patty LaBelle, uh, where we were gifted with the phrase, we're not friends, we're just familiar. Mm. Remember that? Hashtag that. <laughs> this week it's only two words, just familiar. Because you can apply it to anything. Mm. It just don't have to be friendship. Mm. We're not dating. We just familiar. Oh my God. We not cousins. You fall out with your cousins. We're not cousins. We just familiar. Even the cousins. Sometimes it'd be your own people. You know, sweep around your front door. You know? (laughs) Not for nothing. I wonder who I can talk to about getting that into the Black Museum. Oh my God, yes. Because Nene Leakes is in there. Exactly. Got to be real. It has its staple on YouTube. Like it definitely, watching all the divas read each other, and even though it's fantasy, it just has that place on the net where people decided, I'm going to cut and paste clips of my favorite people and voiceovers and shit. Like, it was like a, a wave of something new that happened. And it was done excellently. My favorite part so. was how everyone would gather around on the internet. When it was released. When yes. it was released. Yes. Yes. And we don't do that anymore. Only for, no. like, award shows and stuff. But that was cool to see how people would be, like, quoting it at the same time. And the engagement around that show yes. was insane. Shout and out to Maleficent. Shout out to her. And an excellent way to end the show. Like, I honestly, the last episode was done like a movie, like mm-hmm. a real 
like the best mockumentary I've ever seen in my yeah. life. For real. Like for real. <laughs> because the way it was done, it was so excellent. It deserved an Emmy. It, it was 30 minutes long. <laughs> yes. It should have been on Netflix or something. Like, I feel like she really still needs her flowers for that. And she ended at her peak. Yes, yes she did. Which is brilliant. <laughs> yes. To just know when to create and destroy. All I know is reboots are a very popular thing. Give it to God. Ebo Bo. Reboot. Ebo Bo. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> All right, with that being said, uh, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? A lot of them just born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, friend. Hey, oh, my word. Here we go. <laughs> Let's get it started. Ho, ho. <laughs> Melania, Melania. No, I'm just playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? How are your weekends? <laughs> Weekend was amazing. Not Shout out to it. None other than Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> what a fantastic show. Thank Man. you so much to Dr. Joy. Joy! Yes. And no pain, because she fixed everything. Therapy for black girls. That's right. And shout out to none other than the legendary Louis York. Yes. Uh, who graced the stage, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony mm. family to the show. Uh, graced the stage and performed their beautiful new song, Slow Motion. Uh, those of you that are familiar with their brilliant live performances, you know that song. And speaking of which, they will be performing on June 19th. 18th. 18th. At the City Winery in Atlanta. 18th. So if you didn't catch them or if you did catch them at the show, catch them again. Catch them for the first time. Show them love. Show them support. I think it's their first time performing in Atlanta as Lewis York. So definitely show them how you guys get down. Because yes. Atlanta is a vibe. Amazing. That so was an much amazing love. show. And the Shindellas will be there to perform with them. Yay. So shout out to the Shindellas. Chicago, yes. you're up next. May 16th, right? Let me just double check. May 16th, I believe we will be performing live for you guys. Or am I confusing that with my I think wellness it's the 13th. tour? <laughs> June June 16th is LA. May 13th. May 12th is Chicago. Wow, so we're both wrong. Fantastic. (laughs) High five, Dustin. May 12th is Chicago. May 12th. We can't wait to come out there and just get it done and get with y'all. We love being in the streets with each and every one of y'all. Thefriendzonelive.com. VIP's already sold out because you guys don't play. Hallelujah. General admission is still available. So check us out. We want to see you. Yes, especially Shot City. It's always a a cool ass, black ass time when we're out there. You know, we're going to have some. Surprise guests, because that's kind of our new mode of operation. Okay. That's right. And don't bring us popcorn, because I'm going to have my popcorn already. Oh, Garrett. Yes. <laughs> oh, you, okay. okay. On stage. On stage. <laughs> do you feel me? If we have popcorn on stage, we're going to have dinner floss, too, because what we ain't going to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> ain't going to be no Paula J. Parker's on the stage tonight. Oh, tonight. You know how I have gaps in my teeth like she does? No. Did I... I do. No, you do not have teeth like Paula Goddamn J. Parker. <laughs> Paula J. Parker has teeth like a... Oh, my God. No. I didn't mean, like, no. Like, I didn't mean to get no. set. Like oh. mini blinds on like a patio door. Them no. apartment blinds. You know them white, them apartment blinds, like them vertical blinds yep. on patio doors in the apartment. And sometimes you got to fix turn. a couple of them because when you're going in and Synchronized out, Synchronized teeth. Synchronized well, no, teeth. Well, no, I was going to tell the joke of one time I was flossing and my ex said, why do you floss? You don't need to. <laughs> He was like, doesn't the food just fall out? And that's wow. when you knew. <laughs> that's when you knew, friend. You said, you know what, nigga? This is <laughs> I laughed for like days. Yeah. I could not believe the utter 
God. Okay. <laughs> in my house. Right. In my house. <laughs> funny as hell, though. I can take shade if it's funny. But anyways, so ready to jump into the recap? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. On last week's episode, we had an episode titled Make Money Moves featuring the Budgenista. Shout out to yeah. the Budgenista. Tiffany Aliche. And you guys love that episode. I've, the engagement around it was bonkers. Emails. Text messages, man, uh, tweets, Bitcoins. the SoundCloud, Bitcoin, Monopoly money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you guys were okay. so thankful. You guys found it extremely useful, which is our favorite thing in the world to hear. And as always, you guys had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Mm-hmm. I want to sh- I want to shout out a few people actually in the emails just to catch up on a few things since we had the live show. Oh yeah. Um, I want to shout out Brandon, who said, Hey, guys, I wanted to say thank you so much for bringing the Budget East on your show. I've shared it with so many friends and family this past week. As people of color, many of us are behind when it comes to financial literacy. I thank God for people like Tiffany, who use their, use their gifts and spread them throughout the community. She deserves all the greatness that is happening in her life. Keep shining, y'all. And I thought that that was so dope because she is out here really just doing all of what she can. And I think that's dope that she wants to give away so many of her resources. And like you were saying, people of color, we I feel like are so far behind. So as long as we just keep helping each other and want to play the game of catch up and learn and continue to grow, let's do it. Hell yeah. So I wanted to shout them out. I also wanted to give a quick shout out to Cece. This email actually says, Fran put me on. And it's in regards to the shop that we, the dolls that you shouted out for Black Business of the Week a, yes. a while ago. Oh, Heartbreak yeah. Mind. Yeah. So Cece, actually, uh, CICI is on Twitter at Cece Adams underscore. Um, my name is Cece, and I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm just writing in to say thank you to Fran. I know Cece. Right? Yeah. I, I see the name. So she said, you gave a shout out to Heartbreak Mind Dolls. Fortunately... Fortunately for me, at the time, I was looking for the perfect gift for my little niece, Amara. Oh, um, stop it. She lives in a predominantly <laughs> white town, and as I spent a few years there myself, I know how hard it is for her as a little black girl. So I always send her books, toys, and other gifts that affirm and praise her blackness. For her recent birthday, she just turned nine, I was able to send her a custom Harper <gasps> Iman doll. I made sure... Whoa. They had her eye, her signature puffs, her pretty dark skin, and big oh, eyes. Wow. This is Look, perfect. Look, she got chills. You can see them. <laughs> she absolutely <laughs> loved it. She carries it around all the time, uh. and it's become her favorite toy. It always gets a little teary-eyed. It always gets a little teary, me a little teary-eyed when I see her with it. And then she has the pics of her niece. Oh, she's so and cute. And the doll. Oh, oh it's so God. cute. Right? I have chills. Right. I cannot take it. I mean, them dolls were so bomb when you showed them. So to see that somebody went out and bought one and how effective it is to just, you know, representation, it matters on so many different levels. So That's great. I put an order for a custom one. Wait till you guys see it. I'm just going to bring it in and sit it down in the studio one day. Just put it on the chair when y'all walk in. (laughs) Put a post-it note right above it that says, hey, beautiful ones. (laughs) So, yeah, I had a lot of people to shout out in the emails. That was pretty much it. And, oh. I also wanted to shout out just really fast Sonia. Uh, she said she want, she was here from uh, Seattle in New York for If I Were a Rapper. Oh, and sick. she wanted to write in and thank you. Uh, she said, I love playing the rhyming game. And me and my coworker, we play all day. And we're going to put it out a mixtape just because we do it so much. And oh. we say okay so much. <laughs> she said, you guys are so dope. 
please come to Seattle soon. And I just yes, want to shout that out because I want to go to Seattle. Rapper tour. Well, I also think that the friend, zone, friend zone should do Seattle. So Seattle I just agree. needs to be... You guys a... just need to make sure you come. Right. So right. it's not just us in Seattle. Right. We just need to make sure y'all out there. So Seattle, I'm calling y'all out. Show yourselves. That's right. Can I speak to Sonia? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to call your friends, girl, so you can come to Seattle. <laughs> what about you, friend? What have you been finding over there in the, in the SoundCloud land? Or you back in no, the street? I'm in, back in SoundCloud. Oh, okay, I'm leaving not... Dustin's streets alone. <laughs> For now. <laughs> but you know what? Now that you mentioned Seattle, it just reminded me to thank people who signed up for my activation tour. Absolutely. Because I was shook. Remember I told you guys Denver and Vermont were the two cities uh, that I was kind of like, eh. Well, not Denver and Vermont, a city. Excuse me. Burlington. And Denver were the two cities that I was kind of like shook about. I'm like, I don't know if there's enough black people. I don't know if people are going to come out to the tour. But Denver, we're good. We're here. Yeah, like I'm so shocked. And then Vermont, we just put the sales in yesterday. And the replies have been insane. So I need to stop sleeping on cities. And it's hard because when you have a tour, first of all, tours are extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of money all the details and then this time we have merch included that we're giving to the people so it's a lot of details going in so you know you don't want to go to a city and then no one comes because that's a a city that missed out you know potentially so that's why business people usually tell you to go to markets that are like reliable but i took chances this time and i'm just thankful that you guys showed up Yes. That's what's and we, up. And we should do the same for Friend Zone. Absolutely. Which we did. Remember, we did Dallas. Yes. Which was amazing. Amazing show. Yes. And that was a market that we were a little bit iffy about initially, too. So I think we should do Amen. Seattle. I do, too. And shout out Take to everybody that's going to buy those Chicago tickets. Okay. Yeah, Chicago, turn okay. up for us. Yes, so you'll be left behind now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so in these SoundCloud streets. Mm. What you got, friend? Um, that's a nice neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> Them sound this is the, the suburbs. Right. Okay. Um, Thelem Love, I hope I'm, or is it the Lem Love? I don't know. I can't tell. Might which be Thelma. Thelem, it's T H E L E M Love. Yeah, Thelma from Fires, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Lamb Love. The Lamb Love. The, the L E M. So the L E M. I tried to tell them. Then I fell because <laughs> it started to kick and I couldn't stop. I can't stop. It's like chips. Yeah. Wait, what's the Cardi okay. line we kept saying that every time? Back to you, though. Back to you, though. <laughs> Do it back to you, though. Okay. All right. So, Thelem Love said, I'm so glad that Tiffany made it to the show. I tried to get through it. I, and I wouldn't even go say it. I'm so glad that Tiffany made it to the show. I know she's a longtime fan. Oh, that's awesome. If you guys pick this comment for next week, well, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them we picked that little. <laughs> oh my God. I already see where this show is going today. I'm just glad it ain't me. <laughs> um, I just want people to know that Tiffany is the truth. I joined Dreamcatchers a few years ago and it has completely changed my life. After graduating college and going through a depression stage, I found Tiffany and decided to change my financial life around within two to three i was able to pay off ninety six thousand dollars student loans increase my credit core my credit core <laughs> that's what it was by the time the budget got through with it okay turned it turned around that's exactly what it was you had it right how amazing that my brain just did that okay my credit core next level baby <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. Ooh. New language. That's Holla. when it gets real high. Miss okay. Who? And I was able to pay off 
96,000 in student loans, increase my credit score by 300 points, mm-hmm. get my first credit card, limit still increasing, save money, trying to get those M's in my bank, and more. Now I'm referring people to her FB group and helping others along their financial journey. She is the real deal. Super cute and funny too. Newark girls rock. I'm a debt-free black girl and I ain't never going back. Okay. Yeah. People That's be happy when you straighten that money out. Listen, they be happy. It changes. Hell yeah. Yes. I think they should get chains, gold chains with diamond chimes. You know how Meek Mills, <laughs> the dream chasers, got them chains. <laughs> the dream they, catchers, they can afford them. They didn't follow the budget Nisa. They should get gold and diamond chains, <laughs> Tiff. I mean, Look, it doesn't try to make them go broke. That's, that's the dream catchers. <laughs> Look, meanwhile, I'm over here going broke with them thinking like, I mean, I could use okay. a dream catcher chain. <laughs> Fuck uh, it, what about you, Dustin? What did you find in these Twitter streets? <sighs> okay, so in the streets, the first thing that I found, I want to give a shout out to African History. The Twitter account is African Archives. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I just I've just found them. But shout out to Wakanda. They're gonna tweet. Uh, that ain't even got nothing to do with it, but oh. just you know, oh. all things Wakanda. <laughs> anyway, so I'm dead. They tweeted Lonnie Johnson, a NASA engineer, invented the super soaker. He made your childhood yes. hot summers fun. Yes. So the super soaker yes. water gun, it came from a black yes. NASA engineer. How cool is that? Yeah. And now, and the the coolest part to me, that is one of the blackest names I have ever heard in my life. Isn't that Lonnie Johnson. Name? Lonnie, yeah, Lonnie Lynn. Oh, Lonnie Lynn. I'm telling you, <laughs> Lonnie Johnson, that's a black ass name. So I what better? Go Lonnie Johnson. <laughs> and thank you because I had a good time with Super Soakers. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, that was yeah. the best time. Super Soakers, they need to just be Until reintroduced. the hood kids started putting bleach. 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 Oh, Holding up God. the ice cream boy. Yeah. Juice. P. Yep, P. <laughs> you ain't never got it. Can you imagine? P. Hell no. I'd be in jail. Can you imagine hot ass piss hitting you? And, and yes. A, they might as well pee on Yeah. You might as well have went on and peed on them. But it's the, the wor- same strip. They did. But the worst was in high school. Now my high Sorry. school was when the seniors decided to put bleach in the water gun. And for, you know, they would. That we, I haven't experienced. They would wear all white. And then you wonder why the series got on all way. And at the very end of the school day, they was getting teachers and whoever during lunch out of nowhere. So thank you for the super soakers and thank you for that not happening to me. But that was some. No. When I was in school, I was like, that's fucked up, but that would be cool as hell. <laughs> no. It really would. <laughs> See? Imagine me like, why these niggas got on white? I want to give a shout out to uh, at. Mr. N for Amos. So I guess you know what your name is. It is M Y S T A, the letter N for the number four, and then Amos with a U. So I guess you like the French famous saying famous Amos. Or is it it infamous? It's too much. But the tweet is great. It says, (laughs) Why every time the Celine Dion, first of all, the fact that the tweet says, Why every time the Celine Dion song, that I was endeared immediately. (laughs) But the tweet says, Why every time the Celine Dion, wherever you are, song come on at work, I do the Look at Dustin remix with a bunch of the laughing emojis. Remember when we did that? (laughs) Yeah. Wherever you are, remember that wherever. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. So, shout out to the nostalgia. Thank you. Shout out to the old intros. The old (laughs) intros, baby. I want to give a shout out to the Twitter name is God. These names this week. The Twitter name is at homosexualizing. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And it's in all caps too. (laughs) For real. 
<laughs> so anyway, I don't know if that's like a dog whistle, <laughs> but that, but it is. Anyway, um, boom, y'all just look at y'all arriving at the same time. Look, arrivals, here we go. All right, but oh the tweet God. once again, the tweet is great. Yes, it says friendly reminder that vocalist legend Miss Ebony Jenkins has a whole ass what? child now. Of course, oh, we what? know who Ebony Jenkins yes. is, right? Look, y'all, it's an update. This is the Ebony Jenkins we all know yes. and love. Look at her and her child. Oh, She's got a baby boy oh. named Noah. So, oh, he's cute. Ebony Jenkins, I don't know if you ever will hear an this icon. girl. An icon. But your contribution to the arts overall the and to music the music industry, industry yes. You know? I mean, you have just defined... People call Brandy the vocal Bible. I know they're going to give you the vocal Quran. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a little mo. That's a little, oh, oh, that is a little mo. <laughs> yes. And now she that love's taking over. Uh, you know? So shout out to the young guy, Abby Jenkins. Get me out of here. Um, Time slipping away from me. I want to give a shout out to... <laughs> I, was I mean that this is like this I mean, is like the level that it's on tonight. I'm telling you, because this if you're really breaking this down, <laughs> you're going in right. Now. Breaking me on down. But the next tweet I want to give a shout out to comes from none other than Funny Julius. That's his Twitter handle. Julius, friend of the show. Hey, Julius. So funny. This is why I fuck with him, right? So he tweeted six of the laughing, crying emojis, and he put old people really used to listen to tap dancers on the radio. <laughs> What? I was he? And if you think about them old radios, them both them buzzy, the ones you cut on and they go those ones. You know which ones I'm talking about? When they was the size of television, yeah, the floor model radios. Okay, those ones. Radio looked like a jukebox. Those ones. You know what I'm saying? CB radio. They used to listen to CB radio skin, but he this fool gonna say old people really used to listen to tap dancers on the radio. My. Where did that come from? I thought it was hilarious. Oh, Jesus. Okay, now, on a serious <laughs> note, I want to give a shout-out to at M-U-T-A-Z-E-L-N-O-U-R. Not even going to try to figure it out, but I, but I, if that's your name, mad respect. But your tweet is great. It says, three heroic school children who refused to let go of a man trying to jump off a bridge and saved his life are set to be presented with national awards. Devante Kafferke, Sammy Farah, and Sean Young picked up special achievement awards for their bravery, and they are three Young black kids. This is an article from the UK. So these three young black boys saved a man's life. So shout out to the oh, three little boys. Yeah. Bonkers. See, I told you I was gonna be serious. I ain't say nothing. <laughs> That's it. Well, we let's go out these streets. So y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? Yes. Well, just really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because you said no one art and all that, it made me think that mm. we also have to give a very, very special shout out to Heather down in Atlanta oh. who decided to Heather down in Atlanta who decided to bring by the artwork who painted yes. the Noah oh, Renaissance. unapologetically all, Heather yes, online. Yes, at unapologetically Heather. Um, she did very, very dope artwork and she brought us copies and showed us the originals. It's just super, super dope and I just wanted to give her a special shout so out. So talented. Just an amazing person Insane. who's been a long time supporter of the show. And please DM me, Heather. 
But that um, the artwork was amazing, yes. amazing, amazing. And that talent, everybody on the stage was blown away. People that were there as part of the meet and greet, our friends and family, everybody yes. was blown away. My dad so. stole my copy. Of and thank you to her photography, too, because all those dope pictures we've been posting yes. from the show are from her yes. camp girl, that she was she taking at the front out, row. Yeah. You photos. gave a lot to the friend zone. Thank you, girl. <laughs> oh, we real. love you. Speaking of babies, two more things, and then I promise we'll, I'll let this go. <laughs> The reason I said, oh, is because I thought you were going to give a shout out to Noah Verrett. Oh, well. Uh, oh, our baby reason. girl. The reason. Okay, who performed Phenomenal Woman by Maya Angelou. <laughs> and with gestures. And it was very theatrical. Did you see the yes. video? And I love that she had a Timberland head wrap, a dashiki, yes. and Tim's. Yeah, yes. shout out to Jada Vargas from Getting Grown with our girl Kia. This is just, it was just an amazing thing. And also, I want to give a shout out to Naima Supreme. Yeah. Who had one of the cutest baby boys oh, I've ever seen in my life. Naima. Shout out to Naima and her baby boy Dallas. He's adorable. Oh, so. Cute name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now we ready. <laughs> so kind of to tie into last week's episode, I wanted to ask you guys, first of all, how are your credit scores and your financial? <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you would have asked me a year or two ago, I <laughs> wouldn't have been able to play this My game. My credit core. <laughs> Your credit card. What was I thinking? That's what it is. How 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 are yours? Are they good? Are they strong? I'm doing good. Yeah, you know, developing. I'm a seven somewhere. Yeah. So you know, I'm doing real good. I'm doing better right. than, better than I had been doing. <laughs> I literally was at the bank today, and I got a credit card. Fucking with the budget nista. Thinking about yes. all the things we talked about, all I literally tips, got one man. today. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely from last week's episode, she inspired me to open up hella accounts. Okay. okay, you know, I have so I have a separate savings now for my taxes, which I should have been done, but okay. she really just gave me that nudge. Okay, separate account for bills. Separate. She just really put me on, so I'm really thankful. So she came in here with that leather belt and tore all of our ass yes. cheeks up. Legit, yes. everybody. But I was doing some research on. Uh, the credit system, and I saw this article in the Atlantic, and it was titled "How Algorithms Can Bring Down Minorities' Credit Scores." Mm. And they were saying that more <laughs> this fucking the push and compliance shit. And you know what? This, this episode today will tie in compliance and finance. See, <laughs> look. I, I hate the word algorithm. <laughs> it sounds like a mean old lady. Because it is. Don't it, algorithm. Nefarious. Her mean ass telling her algorithm. <laughs> Which aunt is it that always throws her hands up? Algorithm. About, <laughs> okay, auntie algorithm. Had Todd doing a scheme. But the article was saying that in real life, people are followed around by these scores and ratings that can either grant or deny opportunities. Mm. Um, but the thing about them is that they're assembled by these mysterious algorithms that at the end of the day, we don't necessarily know the calculations and i was reading you know what they're gonna end up shutting down my facebook page as much <laughs> as <I> bring, no. <laughs> i've been losing all the followers i was like am i being punished so i found out through this article and a couple of other articles that in 2012 facebook patented a method of credit assessment okay that could consider the credit the credit court what is going on <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Not the class. Credit score. Scredit I don't know, core. you guys. Something in my brain That's is That's just what this episode's going to be. Y'all it's know so what I'm saying dope. when I say it. Credit core. <laughs> New so, shit. Girl, what's your credit core? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just 
sound like some hood shit. What's your scratty chorus? What's your scratty chorus? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. That could consider the credit scores of people in your network. So the mm-hmm. patent describes a tool that arrives at an average credit score for your friends and either rejects a loan of application if the average is below a certain minimum. Obviously, it's now been revised so that outside lenders are not allowed to use this Facebook data to determine credit mm-hmm. eligibility. Eligibility, And one speaker for mm-hmm. Facebook actually said... We often seek patents for tech we never implement, mm. and patents should not be taken as an indication of future plans. And we supposed to believe him? Exactly. The nigga that did it? Mm. <laughs> what kind of if I did it ass statement is that? Like, <laughs> if. But I found it so fascinating, and apparently in, in India and Russia, there, the FICO companies there have partnered with a startup called Lendo, and Lendo uses that same patented technology. It might not be the same one since Facebook patented, or it might be something similar. I'm not really sure about the details. But what Lendo does is that they capture information about users from their cell phones, even their contacts within their cell phones. So they're looking at your ecosystem, the value of your ecosystem. So Lendo uses locations reported by applicants' phones, even to see where you are, the neighborhoods you you know, are are terrorizing or being around. (laughs) And what they do is they see where you work, they analyze your network and your net worth, basically. And I was even reading an article that said Lendo sometimes will even inform your Facebook followers (laughs) of (laughs) if you've... uh, Faltered on a bill or a loan. What? Yes, in certain countries. What you mean, like informed though? <laughs> Not here in America, but in India and Russia, they will literally. Somebody just log on to Facebook, be like, "Hey, girl, your Shit, friend." Asante didn't pay his bill this week. <laughs> so damn. that's how far they've gone to get you to pay your damn bills. A German company called Credit Tech, for instance, asks loan applicants to share information about their social media network so they can comb for oh, details no. about their behavior online, their friends. Uh, apparently, being connected to someone who's already paid back a loan is usually a good indicator, is what they say. That's what the chief financial officer told them from the company, German company called Credit Tech. Well, fire that motherfucker. <laughs> Because that's a bad idea. Right. So this is what's so interesting. So while we are being told that the factors that matter are, you know, everything that Tiffany was explaining, your mortgage, your your automobile loans, how often you pay your bills on time. These are the the factors that we are told create our FICO credit score. But now that investigations are being done, they're kind of seeing that there's a lot more bias that comes into play because let's say, for instance, if you come from the inner city where you already are at the bottom of the totem pole, you know, like let's say with me with the projects, if that's my network, then how is my credit score ever going to increase beyond that if all you're going to find when you comb through my contacts and comb through uh, my Facebook or social media, that's, what do they say, the five people you're around is the will say everything about your value and where you're headed. I mean, hello. Whereas the kid, you know, the trust fund baby, hedge fund baby, they have a completely different network. They're tied to millionaires and billionaires, and that gives them an automatic good score. So just something to think about. You know what it is? mm -hmm, Go ahead. It's like nosedive. 
You know what? I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's where this episode is heading. I'm sorry, Dustin. Dustin, you I still haven't watched Black Mirror. Mm-mm. Because <laughs> okay. I'm black and I be in the mirror. So the so nosedive like... episode is not a bad one to watch because that's no. the one I made Crystal Give watch. Give a recap for people. You know I'm not good at recapping nothing. You <laughs> just got to say what happened. Okay, so nosedive on this particular... Uh, season 3, episode 1. Season 3, episode 1. In this particular episode, because every episode of Black Mirror is completely different and unrelated because it's so sci-fi and just explores like social media and how tech can be involved and how dark it can get. Mm-hmm. So nosedive, it's not scary at all. It's literally... Um, the journey of this woman who is trying to change her life, I feel like, but you see how it's tied to her social media directly. So from her interactions to the barista at the damn coffee shop to people that she's friends with in passing, like she has to do everything to be liked to keep a certain number of stars. And then in order to move into a certain community, she has to have a certain number of stars. Like she has to be (laughs) above a 3.0 or a 4.0 or something. And if her friends are all like 2.0s, she can't really get above that. So she had to keep connecting with people, stars above her. And then the shit gets out of control. Then towards the end, they're dealing with like childhood issues and all that jazz. <laughs> you got to watch it. If you, you have haven't. to watch Why it. Why do I need to watch this <laughs> because show? Because it's fascinating. Well, just, just, it's a look into the future of our world. It's really like it's really fucked up. A lot of the shows are not scary. They're just fucked up because you see how tech can go. Mm-hmm. And you see how tech actually is already when you watch a lot of them. Right. And it makes you think twice before you sit there on, on the train and even want to, like, randomly connect to the, the train. The hacker episode. I mean, there's so many things that you, like, But you don't want to connect to the train Wi-Fi. Somebody was telling me that I they know. got hacked on the train Wi-Fi, and I was like, what? Oh, my God. And I don't even use it because I, I just hate when my Wi-Fi be connected and disconnecting. And someone <laughs> told me they used it, and they got hacked, and I was like, so your news and stuff kind of? They were like, yes, somebody connected to my phone <laughs> on the train, and they saw that they were, it, it said it's, it receiving. Says, it's not a secure network. <laughs> right, it like, tells you that, and you I was like, I didn't every know. time. You can just take people shit off their phones no. on the network. So this is why I'm glad you brought up the nosedive episode of Black Mirror because yes. here's the deal. So China has rape in China. <laughs> so China doesn't have a FICO system. They don't have credit scores. They don't. Uh, they don't calculate financial activity and behaviors the way that we do which has actually been a problem for China. Their banking systems have had a lot of problems. Um, I was actually reading that because of it, there's been a lot of, like, scamming and trouble and and people just not trusting. Apparently, their, like, moral value is, like, at an all-time low because people just don't know who to trust as far as, like, government officials. Um, I'm trying to find... Remind me not to go. Yeah, to here's China. what the line. I'm just saying. <laughs> this article in Wired.com said there's a perceived trust deficit in China with many high-profile cases of economic and social fraud going viral on Chinese social media. So people are shook. So in order to create what they say, in order to provide the trustworthy with benefits and discipline the untrustworthy, so that integrity becomes a widespread social value, China in 2020, will be bringing on what they call social credit. And it basically is the nosedive episode of Black Mirror. They have to do this in real life. Like, they have to police people to do the right thing that bad. I mean, it's called The Nudge Theory. And it's actually based on a book that I was also looking at. The crazy part is Obama, President Obama, hired the author of this book, which was fascinating to read. And it's a book about social engineering, how to use what they call choice 
architecture. Isn't that fantastic? Mm. Mm. And so it's a, the book is called Nudge, Improving Decisions About Health, Wealth, and Happiness. Now, the author is Richard Thaler and Cass Sunstein. Those are two authors. This book came out in 2008. So the nudge theory is a concept in behavioral science, political theory, and economics, which proposes positive reinforcement and indirect suggestions as ways to influence the behavior and decision-making of groups or individuals. So I love that they call it choice architecture. Um, texture. I can't even... What's going on in my brain today? Architecture. Them, that alters people's behaviors in a predictable way without forbidding options. This sounds like compliance. Right. Or significantly significantly changing their economic in- incentives. So they, the example they use is something as simple as putting fruit at eye level at the supermarket. So it's not that you don't, they're not saying you can only buy fruit to be healthier, but they're saying it's a gentle suggestion when they put it maybe next to the cashier as you're checking out, you might be more inclined to grab that orange right. or that banana because it's in your face. You know you get that nudge of like, I need to eat a little bit better today. Right. You know what I mean? So those are choice architects that you might not even realize is happening. And yeah, they're like kind of... how we're marketing, how they do yeah. bullshit. Like they put the cigarettes in the front to encourage people to buy them. <laughs> right. when don't nobody want that shit. Exactly. So it can go either way. Right. It can either go... Uh, positively, positive <laughs> reinforcement or negative reinforcement. Black Mirror. <laughs> I just sat here and got mad. Why? I just feel like they taking advantage of us. It's social engineering. And I just sat here and got mad. <laughs> I see it everything. in your face. For real, because yeah. this, fu- this is crazy. It happens everywhere. And honestly, the ethics that I saw a lot of scientists were saying that this is manipulation. Yes. yes. They were like, whether it's positive, whether it's telling people to buy fruit. Didn't nobody ask you. <laughs> Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. who in the hell made them? Like, that's not, you're playing with things that you shouldn't play with. It's using psychology. That's not cool. Yeah. Right. And the fact that Obama yeah. hired her, I'm so curious. So he could watch that bitch. What you talking about? <laughs> he was like, you know what? I need to learn about this okay. now. So I can I'm, just close. I'm curious what he hired her for. You know, because right. uh, apparently he hired her for the economic department. And I'm, I'm curious. I'm like, what did she create that pushed some form of social engineering that maybe we just <laughs> Sante your face is killing me. I think this is like when they hire crooks. You know how they hire crooks to like do loss prevention or whatever? <laughs> this is the same it's the same thing. Yeah. That's what that is. So this social credit is with, that's being introduced is called sesame credit. Sesame um, seeds. Se- sesame social, excuse me. And it's a score based in economic like ours but where theirs differs is that it introduces social behavior as well. <laughs> and it was brought on by a company under Alibaba. Have you heard of Alibaba? The huge, mm-hmm. the biggest financial tech, fintech company um, based out of China. They have an affiliate called Ant Financial that was developed in 2014. And Ant Financial was one of eight tech companies granted approval from the People's Bank of China mm. to develop their own private scoring platforms. So they created, they have this system called Alipay uh, in China where you pay for everything using your phone. You pay your light bill, you buy your diapers. For me, it kind of seems like Amazon. Mm-hmm. But you know where you, you see how we literally live off of Amazon mm-hmm. like you get everything. It's their version but it includes their car payments. I mean everything when they go out to restaurants, they pay for it. When they go to the supermarket, they pay for it this Alipay from Alibaba and Ant Financial. 
But like I was saying, because China doesn't have the FICO scoring, they needed to do something to basically know who to trust. Like I was saying before, they needed to know who was trustworthy and who was untrustworthy so that they can fix this uh, trust deficit that they're going through right now. So what do you guys think of that? And here's what they're going to include, which is so insane to me. If you're about to start with social media, then I'm out. They're going to look through your social media. Mind you, but this is in China. No, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) If I was in China right now and they they say, all right, so fill this out. And I got to the social media portion. They're going to look at what kind of car you drive. That matters. Where you work. That matters because it says social value. Where you went to school matters. The type of degrees, how far you've gotten. Your ecosystem, same similar to this Facebook patent. So they're going to look at your network. So if you have a ton of friends who have defaulted on loans, guess what's going to happen to your score, your social value, your social credit. And the one, as far as behaviors, those are the financial aspects. Then the behaviors, they're saying they're going to even look like, for example, if you're someone who's buying diapers... It shows that you are a responsible adult. You're taking care of home. Hmm. If you're playing video games all day. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Which our equivalent would be the video games or binging Netflix. They're going to view you as someone who has lower behavior. This is horrible. Isn't it insane? And they're going to check for your online behavior. I'm out. They're going to see if you harass people, if there's any political dissidents so if you're saying anything against the government could you imagine all this shit we talk about trump like what well, what well, he out too <laughs> oh he <been> out. <laughs> right right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is for sol for real now we know why he's so mad at china <laughs> <laughs> now we know and what happens is the and the thing is it's already in place but right now there's an opt-out option but in 2020, there won't be an opt-out option. Wow. So what, now they've been using it, and people have been using it since 2014. Um, what happens is they have something within the app called the Supreme People's Court Blacklist. T.S. Madison <laughs> and Kai and them then made it all the way to China. Oh, now, I knew they was doing good stuff. Good but nice. the Queen's Court then made it to China? Politics? <laughs> And this list is known as a list of dissenters and dishonest people. The docket. That's the docket. That's literally. Who is it, friend? The Supreme People's Court. Black and, the, list. and who's on the list? The list of dissenters and dishonest people. The docket. <laughs> this is the Queen's Court. Queen's Court is running shit. Ah, oh, it's the Queen's Supreme Court. Ah, oh, it's the. It's the well, since they, <laughs> no, not the booth. Since they in China, they gotta have the dude from B2K be on there. Cause don't he live out there? I hope it mean Kaya can't go. <laughs> they damn sure. <laughs> you talking about a social score <laughs> in China? Kaya yeah, can't for it. She ain't either. getting nothing. They ain't even gonna give her scraps. <laughs> <laughs> so this American who was super curious about how this score worked went back to went to China and he you know signed up, set up for the app, and his score was at five hundred. Now, the scores are between 350 being the worst and 950 being the best. So when he signed up, I guess through a quick scan of his network, it put him at 500, which is low in China. Right. So he said when he got off the plane, he tried to get a bike. You know, they have a lot of bikes so that you can travel around the city. And it said he had to pay $30 deposit because they didn't trust him with the bike. (laughs) 
Mind you, it's only 15 cents to rent it. Damn. But he had to pay $30. So he had to buy for $30? Yeah, right? I'm like, is that how much money for? Like, who's really losing him? You know, no, so just... he uh, swiped it, and the card said he could only use it if he paid a deposit of $30. And Damn. he said that's basically what his experience was the whole time. It was like he was in a digital underclass is what he what they described it wow. as, which is so fascinating. So he said when he tried to check in at the hotel, he couldn't do it. Uh, he had to do the same, a super high deposit. Anything he was Damn. trying to do, it was just problematic. He couldn't stay at any luxury hotels because they didn't trust him. <laughs> See, this makes me wonder. Dustin's <laughs> over here. Because, you know, for a black person stuff off the plane, that, that go either way. Like, you know, in some countries, like, we love black people. In other countries, it's like, oh, dark skin, we don't trust. But so you know what's like... so interesting to me? It's easy for us to look at this and be like, oh, my God, that's so terrible. But low-key, at least they're saying it up front. Right. And I kind of feel what we have with FICO is the same shit. It's just, it's invisible. Yep. You know what I mean? But I really think the factors are similar. It's just that in China, they're like, hey, <laughs> your credit score is this socially. This is your value. You can't get shit. I low-key want to go and see what they're going to give me. But I don't want to, like... Out of curiosity. What? I don't want to, like, like get him there. For... <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Once you get in there, don't get in that system. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Look, if it end up becoming a universal thing, but hey, you still got credit with us. I'm like, hey. You better not tell them your mama's maiden name. <laughs> no, I see. Don't I'm, tell I'm, nobody look, in your China your mama's maiden I'm gonna name. Give them, I'm going to give them the locked Twitter account. Okay. Shit. One of my friends moved to China. Oh, I remember. She's, oh, yes. she's living her best life. Yes. She'll be here this weekend, too. We should totally ask she's her thoughts her on this. She's living her best life oh, in Shanghai, for real. So and that's awesome. why I'm like, well, damn. Shanghai. I mean, maybe good? she hasn't opted like, in. Or maybe she has and she's doing so well because she's a teacher. You know what I mean? So there are probably factors that set her pretty high up socially. All her friends are like... Like her network. Her network. I, she would have a good score. Yeah. I mean, that could possibly be it. But the, the author of the Wired.com article was saying that they could only book the lowest class of seats on the slowest trains, lowest class of seats Damn. on flights, completely ineligible for bank loans. Um, and then the craziest part, which really blew my mind... Put it this way, let's say my credit score, my social credit score is so low that it starts affecting yours. So you stop fucking with me and you unfollow me on all Nosedive. Nosedive. You literally cut me off because you have to for survival socially. You know what I mean? How do you have that conversation? First of all, everybody's just going to have two accounts on everything, duh. You just have one account that you follow Look, you the Bible like and the History know. Channel. <laughs> They gonna, you know what I'm saying? PBS. In China, they're going to get your IP address. They're going to see what kind you gotta of... You got to have two everything. Damn, you know what? This is going to create a whole black market for everything. This is going to create so much You crime. mean deep in it. What? <laughs> Truly. Hell yeah, because like this, is, this means that everybody has to have a complete second identity of their already secondary identity. Like a black identity market identity. You have to. So have you watched Altered Carbon yet? No, I still haven't. All right, never mind, then. It was so. Um, I heard they got full front. Bloody and they do have full front. <laughs> the, there's a scene where this woman is fighting butt naked with a sword, and I'm like, "What is going on? What is Tokyo Tony doing on black on Alter Carbon?" Tony, continue, friend. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> you said that let's not act like fighting butt naked is beyond Tokyo Tony. I don't believe that it is. Okay. 
<laughs> but the app was saying that in June of 2015, just to give an example of how deep it goes, 9.4 million Chinese teenagers had the grueling task of taking the National College Entrance Exam. And the app was hoping to obtain a list of the students who cheated so that they could add that to their social credit score. Damn, not the kids. Even the kids. Damn. But that's how deep they're saying, like, we are not going to allow benefits to those who are fucking up. That's fucked up. Yeah. Because, you know, my credit score going to go down because I like to smoke pot. Like, <laughs> like I'm just thinking about all the reasons. They go- no, you don't. Asante don't. But hey, Asante does. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got to have a, you got a catfish. Should have never called you a fat. Should have never called me a fat. What she say? You should never called me a fat ass Kelly Price. (laughs) (laughs) But the part about it that was kind of blowing me was that they were, they were, hope like sharing this new technology under the guise of it's going to help people who are like farmers and working in factories and and in more rural areas that they don't have credit scores, they don't have access to banking. But I'm like, that's bullshit because. If it's based on your network and you come from a family of farmers right, right. or from rural areas, I can't ever say rural. rural. That's rural. a hard word. Yeah, that rural. R-U-R is really... Rural. That's the quicksand. <laughs> Ryrie. Remember when, remember when I A's... I sound like Scooby-Doo. You sound like A's Wells Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do it for? A Scooby snack? Oh. <laughs> you sound like Tammy Roman. <laughs> I know, Mimi the- Foss. That's what that was. Do it again. <laughs> Say what you do it for. If it's hold on, a hold movie on. snack like Mimi. Stevie, yeah. what you do it for a Stevie snack? See? <laughs> <laughs> but they, but the, where it ties into the nudge theory is that they're hoping that the goal is to push people towards behaviors that are helpful for society. It's doing the and pro- create polar an, opposite. Okay. And create a, a value of integrity in society. So they give you extra points for things like energy conservation, uh, contributing to charities, organ donation. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's stuff that they're hoping will help. But, of course... We know that there's a more nefarious side to it. Right. And there's going to be bias based on poverty, based on race, you know, ba- and especially if this spreads to other countries, because I'm sure it's going to. People right. are going to be very excited about how it works. Right. Um, they were saying that U.S. laws would prevent that from coming here, but I mean, when that him, don't mean nothing. Yeah, I don't really. Um, yeah. Roy so, Moore rode a horse to the polls in Alabama. <laughs> He lost, but he thought he was going to win when he did it. So that, it ain't too far. Right. (laughs) But I just, what do you guys think of that? Like, we're over here worried about, like, the financial aspect, which is already fucking hard. I'm just thinking about being judged. Like, like all of the... tweets. How do you staff this agency? Like, the people that are deciding what's right or what's wrong or the people that are making the decisions of what the meter is, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, what's acceptable and what's not. Who, how do you pick who those people are? Would that have to be an elected, you know, position? But that's what the Atlantic article was saying. It's going to be based on algorithms, complete AI technology. Who determines the algorithm? Yeah, what even goes into building that? Do we vote that motherfucker in office? Like, at some point, we have to take control over this because otherwise... People are just deciding. You know what? I want everybody that's I want every everybody that's doing well to be this t- this way, and it's completely it's it's 
it's literally bias in its nature. And it's a form of social biased. compliance. Yeah. Because you feel pressured. That's not cool at all. To act in certain ways. Like in the nosedive episode mm-hmm. of Black Mirror where you saw that she was like going against her intuition going against what made her feel good remember she was like smiling all day to everyone yeah. she took a, a she picture wanted a high damn, score she took a picture of the damn coffee and bit the cookie that she didn't even eat and just right. to make a damn picture a cute post <laughs> right. and didn't yeah, even get to really enjoy it which i mean people low-key do i mean now, which people but. do now exactly <laughs> but she was doing it just so she can get that better score and she felt pressure to do these little things that didn't even really matter long term because in that way she's wasting the damn food. I was like, you don't yeah, and out. listen, in Sesame Credit, which is similar to the, the Black Mirror episode, people with scores over six fifty can rent cars without a deposit. If you have scores over seven fifty, you can completely skip lines at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> damn, you have that's the TSA. <laughs> they they taking everything. I can't, even get, I can't like, even get clear. God damn. <laughs> Favorable terms on loans. I can't loans. even use my clear over there. You get apartments without... Obviously, there's nothing they have to worry about. You just get the apartment if you want it. Um, showcasing your value on apps, too. That's a big thing. If I'm on, let's say, Tinder or Instagram and I write 750, people already know what that is. <laughs> They're like, hey, 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 that one, that Check one. my credential. <laughs> <laughs> They'll look at you like that's good stock. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's just interesting. I'm so curious. This is launching in 2020. And I'm just fascinated by what that's going to do for the world. I look you want to go visit. Just when it happens? See, well, now. In 2019. I, I, right, I'm saying, I want to, like, if I can, like, between this year and next year, just to see, and then, you know, be like, all right, this works for me, and go back or be like, nah, I hope we don't ever get that. Like, I just want to see for but myself. But it's crazy because one journalist was saying that he had been sued for, like, I forgot, I think it was something, an image he used that he didn't get cleared or something that wasn't, anything evil or criminal Mm -hmm. it was just something happening to do with media which happens but he paid the fine while he was over there yeah he's from china no but here's what happened so he paid the fine he went to court paid the fine but he accidentally sent it to the wrong account but then he you know he fixed it sent it to the right account but because he sent it to the wrong account the first time and this is the problem with algorithms it's not a person that sees that you made a mistake mm-hmm. it's an algorithm that is automatically marking you as someone who defaulted on a court fine so his score dropped so low that when he went to buy a flight for for work they said he couldn't travel wow so this is how deep it's getting he could not travel and it was that that made him be like, why can't I travel? What do you mean? And when he went to find out, that's when the judge was like, you didn't pay this court fine. He's like, no, I did. I just messed up the first time around. And that's the problem with algorithms. It didn't correct it or anything. It did, it did correct it, but it didn't correct the first, the first error. Right. Because an algorithm isn't a person. It didn't say, money don't go right. here, go there, or anything. Right. It didn't or say, oh, it we see anything. that right. we see that you fixed it. No, the algorithm is like, well, on this end, you didn't. Right. <laughs> so, and, you know, and, and it's just... It's crazy how it's going to affect everything, even you traveling, like, for work and employment. Because employers are going to look at these scores and say, how could I hire you? You're not trustworthy. You're low on this. You're in the underclass of scores. This is horrible. Y'all better go. I'm going to see the gray wall. Y'all better go see the gray wall now. Because <laughs> it ain't going to be, I'm telling you, like, y'all better go now. Because in 2020, you ain't going right. to be able to do shit. Right. And they were saying that the app itself, the colors of your app, 
So, so you can, you ain't even got to open it all the way up. People will be like, oh, don't even. If yours is bright orange, it shows that you are in the undergrowth. I mean, low-key, we do this now with the whole green and blue text message thing. <laughs> low-key. Oh, no. Look, on the Alicia of keys. I, I know this you is know. early, but well, 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 well. well. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, and, and I was looking at some people in China because I was watching YouTube videos just to get an idea of how people feel about this, like people in China. And a lot of people were saying that they're happy with it. There were a lot of people that saying they were happy with it because they say they work hard. And, you know, those who are busting their asses to live in high integrity should have benefits. They should be able to skip airport lines. They should have favorable terms for apartments. Like okay. That should be the payoff of being a good citizen in society. And so I get that. And I do agree that if you're out here busting your ass and, quote, unquote, doing the right thing, you should have perks. Yes. Why not? You know what I mean? You're paying your bills on time, taking care of your kids, living responsibly. But I also think the bias is going to come in at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially since they started at childhood, too, you know? Like, right. kids make so many mistakes. Right. The fact that you can pay for that mistake literally for the rest of your life. Or well, you might not even be paid this for This isn't it. good, y'all. You don't feel good about no, it? No, I don't feel good about this at all. And I think it's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. I do. And I think it's going to make, ooh, it's, I don't, this isn't good. And the last point that I thought was really fascinating was that there are people who are kind of like selling their social score in the sense, like let's say, Dustin, yours is really high, and but you come from like a good stock of family oh, where there's no. not much that can lower it unless you like make the effort to fuck it up. So you can start selling being a contact for people in their phone on their, you know, social media and almost, like, adding you to their Airbnb social... You can Airbnb your shit. You can Airbnb your co- your credit, your social credit. <laughs> and there are people making a livelihood off of this. That ain't nothing but the top eight. <laughs> it, for <laughs> real, for real. For real. That's so real. That's what it is. This is some internet nigga shit. <laughs> it is. I don't like none of this. Look, don't... So don't... that way, with the quote, you know, you're the sum total of the five people you're closest to, yeah. I can start selling my social credit to you so you can feel like, you know, your total's kind of high. Don't let Black Twitter have its own section. Because we lit. <laughs> they do us the 350. <laughs> Over here. So We're what do you guys down, think? Down. Uh, I think it's pretty clear what side of the fence I'm on when yeah, it comes to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, you don't think it's helpful. No. And you don't see any pros to it whatsoever. No, because once they take it to behavioral shit and to, like, the social aspect, it's one thing if you monitor, like, your payment history. That's fair to me. Right. But this... Especially like, because it's like the government is deciding what's good and bad yeah, behavior. Yeah, and who is cool to be... Like, this is... No, this crosses so many ethical boundaries. Like, this is this is disgusting. And the compliance aspect is the part, I think, that has me shook the most because it'll make people not want to speak out against the government in any form. Right. You know, you're kind of just going to be a zombie because of this credit score, this social yeah. credit score. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So just something that I thought tied into our compliance conversation and last week's uh, conversation with Budgenista where I'm just like, whoa, this, you know, we're over here worried about mortgage loans. 
and they're on a whole other level. Right. And I'm fascinated at how many countries are going to start adopting the Sesame Social Credit. Exactly. And that's when it's <laughs> going to become super problematic. Right? Because it depends on, it might be like one of your favorite places to visit at some point. They'd be like, hey, we decided to do this because we all live so good. And we, we probably won't sure even be able to get up. on the plane. Okay. <laughs> you this can't is go horrible. home. Imagine horrible. going through TSA here and then they'd be oh, we're so sorry. You can't actually board the plane because you can't get off once you get there. Right. No <laughs> Like, yeah, we calculated your social credits before you stepped on. Like, oh, hell no. That would be crazy. Insane. So those of you who have not yet seen Black Mirror, season three, episode one, nosedive. That's what it's called. You will literally see this app in action on this episode, which I'm kind of wondering if they based it on China's. That. Yeah, ses- Sesame Social Credit. Because it's too, it's the same thing. It's right. literally the same thing. Yes. So I'm wondering if it was inspired by that. But How long Black Mirror been out? A few um, years a now. A few years now. So maybe China <laughs> had it first, and they based their stuff on Black Mirror, which is wise. You can't, these people think TV is real. <laughs> Anti-algorithm. So just something to think about. And, you know, that could be the, the future. And like I said, the reality is these factors could very well be included in our own FICO score, but it's just not as visible. Well, lie to me, lie to me, lie <laughs> to me so sweet. Would you rather <laughs> it lie to you the way it is yes. or to be out in the open like Lie China? to me like that, like it is now. <laughs> At least I have the peace of mind of feeling free, you know what I'm saying? You know, that is just like, God damn, that's oppression. It is Fascinating. I mean, I went, I fell into a rabbit hole. Like, look up the article. Did on... they bring your number down? <laughs> I'm okay. telling you, maybe read like, about um, this depressing ass shit. I listen. This is detrimental. You were trying to get educated. Your score is going down. You You're know, they're this. like you googling a little too much. Okay, right. <laughs> too much. And the author of the Wired article <laughs> met with someone in China, a young lady who has like a really high score. And he told her, he was like, do you feel like you have to curate your life based on this score to keep it? And she said that it definitely crosses your mind a lot of the times. Because, you know, if you come from poverty and you start climbing up the the social brackets, or rather the financial brackets, tax brackets, you start kind of considering the factors that could change that. Okay, You know what I mean? And she's like, if my social network, my contacts, my Facebook, all that can potentially fuck up my ability to get Never the job back. I want. Never going back. Yeah, like, how do you guys think, and be honest, if this was something that was integrated into our society where it's forced, there is no opting out, and you know that being my friend is going to fuck up your chances to get your dream job, your dream apartment, how much would you comply? If it got that deep, where it's like, it's really, even your your opportunity to fly how you need to, Brand, like travel. I can't answer that question because honestly, I think we would be completely different people <laughs> if that were the case. Because we I, wouldn't even be talking if there'd be no friends. Look, look, honestly, because as fuck, like that is how Isn't fucked up I think that this shit is. But that's why we can laugh at compliance. Like, people, how can you be so dumb? But some people are in situations that, where they have no choice. And over there, it, it might work for them. Like, it might. 
might suck that you know you can't speak out politically, but those people might have been compliant for a very long time, and so they're happy with the things are. So that going in, they might be like, yeah, sure. And I don't know enough about it to say that. Right. But I know over I here. I do. <laughs> but I know over uh-huh. here that would definitely not fly, especially now that we're breaking down all these walls of you don't have to have a degree of any sort to really make it. And a lot of rappers and basketball players ain't had no degree and made it. <laughs> but like really just starting to open these doors. So imagine having to skate backward and be like, nah, player, you better stay your ass in school and you got to go to these schools so you can get a good score and you better not do shit on your way to school. And then after you leave school, make sure you take the good friends with you and other people that was doing drugs. Oh, you did drugs too? Your score's going down a little and bit. And your parents' score affects your <laughs> score. See? Because they go trace it back to your grandmom, your mom. It's literally so then you, scouring your life as a whole to see your value as a person in society. So then you, you're ending all these generations of people that are like the first in their families to graduate colleges because right. they can't even go right. since their damn score is low. And that's the part that's almost like a weird cycle because it's like, well, if my score is low because my mom's score is low and my grandma and my friends, so I can't get into this school to better my life, right. to change my score or my network. I don't even have the ability to be in those circles. So it's it's a hamster wheel. You're literally in a hamster wheel. It makes no sense. That's why I was kind of annoyed when I was uh, seeing the financial experts saying how they think that this will be great for you know, factory workers and those in more rural parts of China. I'm like, you guys are not making any sense. Zero. Like, Obviously, their network score is going to be low. How is this helping them? How is this helping them gain access? They're well, saying that it, it was helping the unbankable people have access to having a score that they wouldn't have had before. Yeah. But how does that help if it's a low one? Right. <laughs> like, I'd rather have no score. So, something <laughs> Dustin is over here not in his Because people just steamroll you if they get an opportunity to. This is literally nothing but people sitting up saying, okay... We ain't fucking with them, and we're going to make sure we never have to. So we're going to instate this system that is completely biased so that we can make sure that the elite stay the elite and the elite Noel stay the elite Noels. Now, you do know elite Noel is Keisha Cole's little sister. The elite Noels? So... That's what they're that is what that's what they're trying to do. What so, is wrong with it? I really thought that I was like, I mean, I missed that in class. Elite Noels, is that a cast of people? Yes. <laughs> so but that's literally what they're doing and it's completely just it's a horrible thing that really needs to end. Which is probably what they say about us in the Trump administration. So I guess we're you all know, just we all just a out here series. rocking back and forth together. <laughs> so Something to think about. Something to think about. (laughs) Some food for thought that I thought was super interesting and I thought was an interesting tie-in for compliance and financial literacy. Mm. With that being said, I really wish you guys could see Dustin's face. (laughs) That's crazy, y'all. That is crazy. But it's coming in 2020. Nuts. I mean, it's there now, but there won't be an opt-out in 2020. So, China, I love you. Question though, mm-hmm. before we move on, what if you just don't have social media? And that's the other problem. What about people don't that don't have tech, that don't have phones, social underclass? It's literally just creating more of a division under the guise of being helpful for integrity. Mm. This week's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker. At Warby Parker, glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. For every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. 
Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. Their home try-on program allows you to order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to your door where you can try them on in the comfort of your own home and get feedback from friends, family, colleagues, even the mailman, everyone whose opinion you care about. You can try the frames for five days before sending them back using a free prepaid return shipping label with no obligation to purchase. It's 100% free. Do you guys remember my pink glasses that I had for HBO in New Orleans mm -hmm. with my pink outfit? Do you know I lost them? Those are Warby Parker and they're oh, my favorite. Damn. It's been weighing heavy on my heart for months now. But honestly, all the at-home try-on ones that I've gotten from Warby Parker are literally my favorite frames, yeah. period. Like, I wear them all the time, and people always ask me, where'd you get those? I tell them Warby Parker, and everyone makes the same face, like, yeah. Yes. So, head to warbyparker.com forward slash friendzone to order your free home try-ons today. Choose the five frames you'd like to try on, mail the frames back, choose your favorite pair or pairs to have your prescription added to, and order. Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free with free shipping all around. Visit warbyparker.com forward slash friendzone to begin your free home try-on experience today. Have an iPhone X? Make sure to download Warby Parker's app where you can use their brand new feature, Find Your Fit. Find Your Fit uses the iPhone X's true depth camera to map and measure key facial features. Using these measurements, Find Your Fit recommends approximately 12 Warby Parker frames that are likely the best fit for your face. That's amazing. Um. It's a seamless, simple process and takes only a few seconds. WarbyParker.com forward slash friendzone. He's performed for sold-out audiences. He's sung for the Obamas at the White House. And he won a Tony for the Best Leading Actor. But before he landed the role of a lifetime in Hamilton, Leslie Odom Jr. paid his dues for years and had to make a lot of hard choices. Now he's talking about it to help you unlock your true potential and achieve your goals even when they seem impossible. How do you know when to play it safe and when to risk it all for something bigger and better? How can you surround yourself with people who will care about your dreams as much as you do? And what work can you do each day today to make tomorrow better? These stories will inspire you, motivate you, and empower you for the greatness that lies ahead. Whether you're graduating from college, starting a new job, or just looking to live each day to the fullest, read Failing Up, How to Take Risks, Aim Higher, and Never Stop Learning by Leslie Odom Jr. Available now wherever books are sold. It's time to hit it. To where? Somewhere the fuck else. <laughs> Shit. So y'all ready to jump into this week's wellness segment? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Well, 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 well. <laughs> <laughs> that was so gentle. No, you did it. Time. Well, well. <laughs> so I actually want to bring up very quickly the same uh, segment that I shared in Chica Chicago. Lord, where am I? <laughs> in Atlanta. We're not there yet. Um, because I didn't want you guys, listeners, to miss out on it. This is an athletic fitness method and lifestyle brand called Ballet Beautiful, created by Mary Helen yes. Bowers. What was the movie? With um center stage. No, the black black swan oh, with black Natalie swan. Yes, Portman. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Center She's stage. Gone. <laughs> Look, I was about to go down the list. I was about to say fame. I was gonna say players club. 
<laughs> all the iconic dance yeah. tributes. Yes. Yes. Mary Helen Bowers was actually the ballerina, professional ballerina, who trained her for that role. Mm. She was part of the New York City Ballet for 10 years, and she has now created these streamable dance classes. Uh, not really dance classes, excuse me. They're fitness classes that are based on ballet movements. Mm. So while you're toning up and getting super fit and tight and muscular because it's strength training, she also does stretches in between each movement, which gives you that elongated, beautiful, lean ballerina kind. You know, like yeah. they're very like, oh, so I love it. Um, Maya, Shameless Maya, was doing it in her yes. house and I went to L.A. And I was like, girl, what is this? Because the lady had like the tutu. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know, Maya's, um, she's crazy. Maya like, girl, come on. Yeah, she's always up on the craziest fads. So when I saw this tutu lady, I was like, you're a nutbag. <laughs> she's like, no, it's so good. You got to try it. And so I tried it just to see because I'm always looking for different ways you know, to get my fitness on because I'm like, let me see something I like that's different. Yeah. And I liked it a lot. But don't get it twisted. The movements are really small and short and subtle, but she does them for a long time. Mm. So it's endurance strength training. And you think, oh, that's not hard because she's just lifting her leg up, you know, slowly up and down. And then, yeah, do that for five minutes. (laughs) Slower. Yo, it's insane, but it's so good. And it's life altering. I've been doing it for a couple of weeks. Maya is completely ripped off of this video. And obviously the combination of cardio so you can have weight maintenance and fat burning. And then you do this to get those muscles stretched and tight and strengthened. Incredible combination. People have been complimenting me like crazy after they saw the picture of my body uh, in Atlanta. I usually wear a lot of oversized clothes. I tend to wear oversized clothes because that's just my comfort zone, me being a New York-ass tomboy. But I wore, you know, the tight turtleneck, and people were like, did you Photoshop your waist? So <laughs> no, I didn't, I promise. Um, that Actually, thank you to Unapologetically Heather for those super bomb shots. You could ask her for oh. the original if you don't believe me. Um, but okay. yeah, so I've just been doing my running on the treadmill. Five days a week. Now I'm up to three miles. Remember, I had to take it mm-hmm. slow because of my knee. I do that five days a week, which is what's helping me kind of get my weight down and maintain it. And then the ballet, beautiful. And then you guys know I do yoga at night, but that's more for like restorative kind of stress hormones just to kind of make sure that I'm, you know, feeling good because we have heavy schedules, heavy travel schedules, a lot of projects. So that's kind of been my fitness schedule these days and it's showing my body i'm starting to feel like really good good. yeah i'm bouncing back slowly but surely i still have a long way to go because i'm still like about 20 pounds overweight from my goal but i'm gonna get there i know that ballet workout is good though because you know ballerinas are mean (laughs) they are that's a a mean that like ballerinas are mean (laughs) as hell everybody knows it because that's why yep that's why their steps are so clipped and short and just like (laughs) You know, the way their toes hit the ground, you know, they just drill them straight through the wood. And then they just mean. That's why when Black Swan came out, it was such a hit. She won an Oscar behind being a mean-ass ballerina. That movie fucked me up. There was some it gross did. parts that I was like, oh. Yeah. Like when she grew her wings or whatever. And, oh, my oh. God. That shit was fucking I told, What I tell you? That that's is why a dark movie. A disciplined workout from nobody other than a ballerina. And I did not know it was dark Man. until I saw it in the theater and I was freaking out. Okay. Natalie Portman was doing her thing. Shout out to white people <laughs> for doing that. It was like horror she ballet. She played the hell out of that role, for real. <laughs> 
she did. <laughs> yes. Where's my sweet girl? She's gone. <laughs> she like, Damn, girl. Give her the gold statue. <laughs> Let me be quiet because I don't remember who she was up against. And you know I'm rooting for everybody. Black. <laughs> but she did a good job. Let's just she say did. that. Black Swan was good. Black it was people incredible. Wait to see it. it was called Black Swan. No, you didn't. We liked it. So, you know. If you haven't seen it, though, you should definitely see it. But that has nothing to do with Ooh. Ballet Beautiful. <laughs> no, nothing at all. Nothing. <laughs> So that's it for this week's bonus. But I did forget to say uh, in the hot button, our homework for next week's episode, watch Wild Wild Country. All that goes for Dustin and Asante, too. Wild Wild Country. Wild Wild Country on Netflix. You guys have been harassing me. I've seen all of your tweets, but I wanted to save my conversation about it for the show, which is why I didn't tweet you guys my thoughts on it. But it's about Osho. Mm. And it is mind fucking blowing. Okay, I'm definitely so, gonna watch. Yes, because y'all know how I feel about Osha. So when I watched it, I was like, "Oh my!" <laughs> and it'll be the last episode on our conversation surrounding compliance. But now it's gonna go into religion and spirituality. So mm. it's gonna be a good one next yes, week's episode. We're going in good. next week. <laughs> okay, I can't rewind. I'm sorry. Wild, wild country. Okay. And it goes, it goes into the history of wow, Osho. Wow, wow, <laughs> When I'm with you, all I get is wild thoughts. <laughs> wild, wild, wild. So that's the homework for next week's episode. Please watch it. <laughs> I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. I heard the pussy's for the taking. <laughs> that's a, I, don't, I don't know how we got here. That's Time it for this week's. when I'm rocking with you. <laughs> Keep it black and white. <laughs> no, you guys sound Callen, like Callen, Callen. You guys sound like that little white boy in Walmart. Did you see? Yeah, he was like, what was he, doing? <laughs> he was yodeling. Did you see? <laughs> they put the video from Takashi Six Nine over that. What? Over that audio. So it's like him and all those guys on the stoop, like you know, doing like this. But it's the audio from that yodeling. Boy. You ever heard it? So no, fun. please. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Walmart. He's going now. off. He is. <laughs> He's he going off. He is. Wait. I like it all I lost my heart at sea. I'm not gonna lie to you. But look at the little foot tap. That's the part that was killing me. <laughs> Look, if this was the forefront, I'm turning around. <laughs> Not the four. What's going with the chairs? The chair. No, no, no. <laughs> Justin's showing us six. <laughs> but did you see someone made the EDM remix? No. What? <laughs> okay, please play it. And that's going to start. The I thought it was K. Michelle at first because she Wait, went to college ooh, for yoga. That's Yodeling. literally the perfect. Uh, Segment segue into the music. Yeah. There you go. You know what? You go into it and I'll find it while you're doing that. All right. Well, <laughs> yodel it. <laughs> well, I'm music man and I'm here to talk to you about the music I can. And la da another I'm trying to play it, and the internet is saying, "Stop making fun of it these kids." <laughs> See here, we they starting already. Look, they starting compliance. already. That's bringing our score down. Too. Okay, 
They're starting already. Thereby, you spending too much time on the social media. <laughs> We're going to bring the score down about 50 I'm going to have points. to start watching when my phone don't work, like when my signal goes bad and shit like that. I'm going to start paying attention to everything. <laughs> What's normally going on when your phone don't work? Go hmm. ahead. I'll, I'll try to get it to play while you're talking. So, for this week... <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> That's somebody else. Oh my God! Look, it's that video. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy's the kids God, dancing. The, that is, yeah, that is not the right video. <laughs> Go ahead. Asante. That will forever be iconic. Them God children. I'm not going ahead, friend, because I feel like with the minute I no, start... No, go you... ahead. I promise. All right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> so just really quickly, did we already talk about Afropunk on the show? Because I feel like I wanted I us to have so. a moment. Okay, so the lineup for Afropunk was released uh, a couple days ago, and a few days ago, actually, but I wish I could go to any of the other Afropunks, so Afropunk, if you're listening. Um, but anyway, they announced the lineup for Afropunk Atlanta, Afropunk Paris, and, you know, obviously, Afropunk New York. The lineup is bonkers. Yes. It sure is. The Yodlin Boy performing. <laughs> the gold stage. <laughs> Wizkid. <laughs> Um, That's him. Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you got Ma- taking me down. Miguel will be performing. <laughs> I told you the minute. I-, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> Every time I'm in the zone. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? You know what? You playing? That's not half bad. Every time I'm in the zone. <laughs> Every time I'm in the zone. I sound like that dog they lost on the plane. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh, oh, my God. That's horrible. Look, I'm uh, sorry. Too far, right? Yo, Too listen. Far. Oh, hold on. Play that. Hey. Ooh, ooh. Uh, come on. Uh. Ain't that crazy? Let me tell you You're something. Give him a deal. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Why is it going off, though? Hey, I like that. Why is it going off? I'm in tears, y'all. I'm in tears. Go ahead. Why is it going off though, like for real? I mean, I'm waiting on the bounce remix. Where is before? Oh my god! If someone is listening and you're a producer, make us the bounce remix. Please, Please. sway the remix guy. We will play it on next next week's episode. Yes, we will. Go ahead. Yes, I promise you, I won't play him no more. <laughs> Look, now that we found the right one, because that was necessary. After hearing it, Woo! that needed to be heard. I'm done. I'm All right. done, I promise. So, Afropunk, the lineups have been released for uh, Brooklyn, Paris, and Atlanta. So, I wanted us to all talk about Afropunk on the show, because we all love the festival. We've attended and we'll yeah. be there. Can't we'll be wait. there again. And just can't wait to be at all of the Afropunks, you know. Because I really would love to see the Afropunk Festival abroad. I think it would be a dope experience. I would love that. Like, they had it in um. Paris. London, Sa- what was it? Johannesburg. Johannesburg. Woo. What? Sick. My friend Renee. Shout out to Renee. She was there and she said it was insane. Mm. Mm. I need to get out to one of them's, okay? 
But uh, just really, really randomly, I wanted to start and talk about Afropunk Atlanta because I think this is the second one that they're doing. Um, NERD is going to be there. The mm. Internet, Benjamin Booker, if you're familiar, No Name, Little Sims, Serpent with Teeth, Kari Foe, just a bunch of really, really dope people that are going to be out there. And once I seen NERD, I was just kind of like, okay, I might need to think about going to Atlanta. Holy. So, NERD, I've never seen them live. I have never, never. seen Me them either. live. Did they, of course amazing. they toured. And, I just never caught it, I guess. And obviously, so many amazing hits and feels. Oh, and, imagine their set. I, that's what I'm saying. So I just might go to Atlanta to make a special. I'll go with you. For real, been doing that ballet workout. Because <laughs> he always looks, I mean, for real, you're talking about lasting. For real. So the Paris lineup. <laughs> he does. He's been doing that ballet workout. Um, by the way, Afropunk. In them human shoes, them human race shoes. <laughs> he be doing his ballet workout, them human race shoes. <laughs> Let me talk about where I'm from. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right to that. <laughs> Look, <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Right. This is crazy. Okay. <laughs> anyway, look, somebody's like, they are losing We can't help it. There. It's too funny. It was that goddamn yodeling. The little boy going off like <laughs> you that. You can hear it in your head, right? That's what I was going to say. I'm go sorry. Away. Go ahead. If Danielle, if that little girl, that catch bad, me outside girl baby. can get a deal, get that little boy a deal because that's <laughs> real talent. That little boy can sing. Imagine him Ooh. singing like Total Praise or something. I was hoping we would never talk about her on Sorry. the show only because... Bad Bobby. I've been, I have a confession. You better right? not. You better fucking not. You keep. You take you that to the grave. Streams, huh? Take it to the grave. Sure is. Take it to the grave. <laughs> I'm just, I'll just say this. My credit score is <laughs> low. <went> <laughs> I am in the social underclass. <laughs> I don't know. She got some money, though. <laughs> Look, I don't know who is writing that young lady's raps, <laughs> but I watched that video for the remix to that damn song, the High Bitch song. <laughs> well, first of all, that's funny. It's Let me just say that. The song that. is called High Bitch. <laughs> that's funny. And so the, I watched both videos. Okay, y'all know I love watching music videos and visuals just to see what people are doing with the artists, what's going on. A, I don't know if she writes her own raps. I don't know if I believe that, but if she, she can't does, even write her name. This is what I'm telling you. <laughs> can't even really spell the bad baby right. Anyway, the first video for the song, she's like in a courtroom. It tells a story. Obviously, Not a somebody courtroom. else is trying to do this for her. The second video is the remix, and it's got Rich the Kid in it. Um, every uh, Asian doll, if you're familiar, if you're not, I really ain't got yeah. time. Yeah. And these kids, I watched City them. Girls, isn't it? I saw. City Girls is not. City there. Girls is. When I tell you, they wouldn't touch it with a <laughs> Did 10 you foot pole. See how he looked over at me? Like, City, City, <laughs> girl, City, City Girls wouldn't look, touch this with friend, a 10 I'm, foot pole. <laughs> look, but let me just say, I'm Swap watching them these. visas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so look. Now that's music. So yeah, so that is music. And I'm listening to all these new kids because, you know, as a person that loves to be in the music scene and listen, I just want to give everybody a shot and see what's going on. So I'm watching this video for all these kids to see what they're talking about, what they're rapping about. Um, and I will say, Asian Doll, she has this very cute moment in the video when she ends her bar. And she like, it's something about flying like a kite and she turns around like a fake kite and she goes, Asian doll! And she blinks her eyes real fast. I'm like, okay, that's really cute. Because the kids are all trying to like find themselves in their visuals. Anyway, what I'm originally telling you the story is because at the end of the girl's verse, the little young white girl that's rapping, she gonna say, uh, you could stop mentioning me to about Iggy. 
I wouldn't pay that broke bitch to wash my car. And then she's like, bye, bitch. Bye. What? And then she made me bust out laughing. But he paved the way for her. <laughs> look, look, she said. That's her ancestor. Look, you're look, talking about the boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> Baby, if it's ever been a cobblestone parkway, you talk something paved by somebody, brick by brick. You hear me? Broken down. I'm talking, you're talking about a sinkhole. <laughs> Iggy was responsible for that shit happening in Atlanta. Then that's what that was something she had paid. That that's a, that's 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 the road. That's the, ooh flames on the sides of my face, heaving heat. Hey. <laughs> anyway, see, uh, like I, so, I wanted to just say, Afropunk in Atlanta. The dates are going to be October thirteenth and fourteenth. I'm um, go to Afropunk.com for that. Afropunk is also going to be in Brooklyn, August 25th and 26th. And that is the uh, festival that we will be at. And that's the one that's going to have Erica Badu, Janelle Monae, um, Jamila Woods, Jesse Reyes. Mm. Like, mm, all this good music. Jacob Banks. And like I said, Miguel, he's going to be there. I cannot wait to hear Erica Badu. You know, I've never seen her live. <gasps> same, same, never. same. I know. Same, same. Blasphemous, right? Right. I know. But forget all that. The fact that you're about to have your first Erica Badu live experience it's... and knowing what I know about you. I'm fucking pass out. I'm I just want to know. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody said that was Young Hollywood. <laughs> Somebody said that was Young Hollywood from Love and Hip Hop Miami standing up there yodeling like that. In them flooding pants with no socks. Not Young Hollywood. Young Hollywood. No, but I just want to know who dropped the ball? Who's the numbnuts that didn't book a Marlon Negra for all of the Afro punks? I mean, if they're is... as famous as she's made it with this Afro, right? Oh, true. And then she, and then, and then, low key. I mean, it's just alignment, right? Look, since that dumbass can make damn sense. Afro shirts and but shit. But low she... key, her song is good. Yeah, insecure. Her yes. song is like, I like if you sing the hook the first time you hear it, you remember the hook and you sing it. Right. It's so catchy. I just think Marlon Negra needs to do Afro punk, and she's. A great performer. Watching her perform, I've watched YouTube clips of her performing. She is really, really good. And been doing she was little. Thank you. Yeah, this is what I'm she's saying. a vet. Yeah, because you know you don't get to see a lot of that on the shows, and so that's why I thought it was, it was really dope for her to perform at the reunion and see everybody captivated. And that made me go look at her work, and I was like, damn, she's been doing it. She mm-hmm. dope. Like that's great. So to have that showcase and have that on the main stage of Afropunk would be a, a gem. So Afropunk, sidebar, that around. little girl that you was talking about, um, bad. Bad body or whatever her name is, <laughs> she looks like Miami Tip from uh, Loving Hip Hop Miami. They look alike, don't Who's they? That? This girl, that, uh, I'm gonna show you a picture of her later. But they I'm literally scared. look alike, I don't they, Asante? The fact that Asante is looking the other direction. Thank you. <laughs> um, you see it? It's right there at eye level with that fruit. Not on my. Yay! Listen, you are bringing the social credit of this show down. Right. That's exactly where she needs to be. I'm like, I 
know who was writing this bitch's raps, but not like her, she don't go to school. This is what I'm saying. She she wouldn't put them things together. Then the fact that she's not the smartest and the song is called High Bitch, but it's High Bitch, but it's spelled B I C H. No T. But that but that, I know. Mind. I won't even. You were dedicating <laughs> way too much time to this girl. It's I, y'all brought her back inside. up. He brought her back up. Yeah. Y'all What's dedicated next? all that time to the oh, young boy dancing in the me. Walmart. Talking about young he's Hollywood. Funny, he ain't music, okay? <laughs> I, at least I could talk about her terrible trash ass song because it's on iTunes. Somebody said he, it was Halsey. He performing in the Walmart. <laughs> Halsey can sing. I love What's Halsey. <laughs> See? See? Let's just go to the listens lately. I want to go home. <laughs> what y'all been listening to lately? Sabrina Claudio has a new song. And it's called All To You. It's really pretty. It's another, like, one of her sexy ballads. Um, I've been listening to Sade and Jeanne for some reason. Just a lot of old stuff. Did y'all hear the Skywalker Spanish version? No, no. but I would love to. Yeah, it's really good. So Miguel dropped that. Um, yeah. Oh, I love the new uh, Asa Brocky song. Yes. A lot of new music dropped last week <clears throat> that we didn't really get to talk about because we had the Bajanista. But yeah, I'm in love with Tyler the Creator's Okra song. The visuals are sick. Um, ASAP Rocky song is called Bad Company. And like Bad Baby. Bad Baby. <laughs> Your microphone gonna stink <laughs> <laughs> from playing that song next to it. <laughs> Look, just for playing that, China's gonna say, Bye, bitch. Bye, bro. Right. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Oh, and Doja Cat. Oh, I love. Um, oh my god! What's the song she with the three words? Pine you or, or wine wine pine you or something like that. It's the jam. It's by Doja Cat. Like, I'm not sure. It's not amazing. from this new album. Yeah, though. the one that just came out. Oh, wine pine you. Yeah. When I tell you, this is how you be slow dancing with people. Baby, this is how you get a couple things accomplished <laughs> <laughs> on the docket. She about to start going off too. I'm telling you, like. Let's see. Yes. She finally gave me a bunch of songs. That's hot. Hi, you. And then boom, you're pregnant. See, how, <laughs> see what happens. That Dude, project cat. is dope. It's called Amala. So definitely check that out. And that's it. That's it for me. What about you, Dustin? What's your listens lately? Um, I've been listening to this song called Ocean Eyes by Billy Elish. I guess that's how you say her oh, name. Yes. But I love it. Since we play him since this the musical episode. The remix. I might as well give y'all a little piece. <laughs> Yes, that's strong. SoundCloud is going to take this episode down. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So yes. I've been jamming it. Who is this? Billy um, Eilish. Yeah. Eilish. Oh, okay. Yeah, she a dope Eyelash. Lashes, individuals, something. I don't know what her <laughs> name is, but the song is jamming. Also, I've been listening to Be Careful by Cardi B. Yes. Which I love. Do you know what you're doing? Whose feelings that you hurting Back and bruising? You <laughs> okay, I love that. Um, and then I like Protect Philippe by the G4 Boys. That's a good one. Yeah, that's it. Asante. Dope. Um, I just wanted to quickly shout out Saweetie, who dropped her EP... Um, I like Saweetie's music. Yeah, she dropped Cute her EP name. High Maintenance. Um, she gained a lot of popularity from her Icy Girl freestyle Which that went viral. Jam. And yes, I do like how they recut the record for the project. Super, super dope. I actually watched some interviews of her, and I saw her on with Ebro and them. And when she was on there, her energy, she was like really cool and chill and laid back. And they were just like really giving her a little bit of a hard time. And I will say... Why? Well, because it's almost like, you know, who is this girl? You seem like, you know, you ain't really about nothing. Like, and then she started to, she rapped and it was kind of like, eh. But she was just still kind of like, cool. She was like, okay, whatever. She took their their uh, criticism with a grain of salt and kept it pushing nice. and dropped a dope project. And actually, because you said Cardi B, I would love to see them both on a track together. <laughs> I know that soon because, I, I know it's too soon to ask for that because she's a newer person. But I think that she has like a really chill, dope vibe. And I think that her and Cardi, even now would would vibe really cool together because a lot of the songs on her project, like she has a song called Bitch Ass Nigga <laughs> or B-A-N. Um, and along with Icy Girl, there's another song called Agua. And nice. Good, good. You know, songs like that. 23. I just love, I just love a certain type of hood ratism to go in my music. Oh, definitely. And Saweetie, Saweetie, she really gives that. And I just love the swag that she has because I think she's like an Oakland girl. So she's really representing, especially for this new generation of Female uh, rappers in the hip hop game. Uh, I've also been revisiting some old Janae Eco. She put out yeah. two videos to the same song, which I really, really thought was dope. Um, you know the song off her last project that had "Corrupt" on it. Mm -hmm. um, that song, you should have called mm -hmm. me. Why are you? So she has two versions of the same video, and it's really, really dope. One of them is um, like a samurai shit, mm -hmm. some shit that I would really. But she has like white hair. Uh, yeah, I think I want to see she does clip. have it. Yeah. So, yes. So, that one, it's two. It's literally the same song, but completely different visuals, which really... She probably I, couldn't decide. She couldn't decide. Like, and, and, right, and right... <laughs> both. <laughs> and if you take the time to watch them, rightfully so. Because the way that the song feels is um, she does another version of the video, and it's like a party, like at Slauson, like the cookout. Mm, so, it's cool. like her her or her sister, like uh, Mila J's out there, and it's like Ooh, a... You know I love Mila J. Yes, and so they out there, like, in slow motion, just looking good, shots, everything, which I uh, think is really dope, and then corrupting the video. So, just really, really nice visuals like that I really fuck with. So, watch both of those to support Janae. I would love to hang out with them. Man... Don't and they look Big fun? Sean. Yes, like Man. totally. It's like a my hood vibe. old time. Man. Yes. Man, and I, I just know they do the ghettoish shit unapologetically, and that's the shit that I love. And mm. they just laugh and think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they just seem so dope together. I agree. But yeah, and also Mila J look like she got hands too. Low key, I'm just gonna put yes. it out there. She look like she can look. They all do. She look like she can What's answer up the then? question. Slossy, okay? Slossy. You ready? We rock. Like I feel like she will Port get the core. it. <laughs> very, very all white K Swiss. <laughs> Pull up on my mama and my daddy in there. Yeah. 
<laughs> one of them skits when she says it like that, I say it every time. She's like, go and see my mama, go and see my daddy. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> Pork the coral forever make me laugh. <laughs> okay, I have one thing. I wasn't going to say this either, and I probably should keep it after how y'all treated me for mentioning the other girl. Oh, no. There can't be anything worse than that. I don't think. You've been watching Don't Be Tardy. XXX. Oh, no. Don't get us killed now. <laughs> Look, I don't know why the album came out under pop. And I, that's, under pop? The, that's what got me. He was probably hiding. <laughs> so I seen that it came out under pop. And I was like, what the fuck? And right. then I listened I to a couple of songs. You like it? You You can't say that. Well, my score just went down a little bit more. And that's the end of the Music Man segment. We're going to take it on over to TV land. Wait, I have one more song oh, okay. just to clean up our score. Okay? Thank you. Yusef Kamal. You ever, Black Focus is the project. Listen to this light. It's this light. <laughs> this song called Strings of Light. If you need, like, a vibe, because you're in your house smoking and studying. Mm-hmm. And, you know mm-hmm. you need that background music. Mm-hmm. Y'all, listen to this. Just wait till it drops. So dope, yeah. Hmm. They're like progressive. Not a vibe though. Mm-hmm. It's hair braiding music. He <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it does match, though. <laughs> He's over here doing this. Fishtail braid to that shit. Like, Strings of Light by Yusuf Kamal. That is such a vibe, they lo- I love it. I was it. playing it. And you know those songs be like eight minutes long? Hell yeah. I would love to see out. them perform that live, Ooh, though. yes. Mm. At like Afropunk. Yes. Afropunk, put them on. Okay. But that's mm-hmm. it. That's my credit cleanup. Okay, well, I got a couple others then. Mm-hmm. Only because I forgot that I listened to the... <laughs> look, reclaiming my time. Um, I got to. to listen to a lot of the Drake uh, OVO sound uh, mixes that I've been missing out on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Those used to be like my favorite things to listen to. So I got to rediscover some artists and discover some new, very new ones. One of them is called More More. He has a song called Heaven's Only Wish, or they rather might be a band, but it's alternative. Um <laughs> Ooh. You know I like this kind of shit. Right. So the mix had a bunch of stuff. Is it spelled different? Uh, M-O-R-M-O-R, all one word. Um, more more. Also, Leon That's Bridges cute. was on there. Mm-hmm. Leon Bridges has a song called <laughs> Bed Ain't Worth the Hand and also Bad Bad News. This kind of vibe. I'm just going to scroll through. Leon Bridges is dope. Wasn't like, I just talking to you about Leon? I think so. On the train, the, like last week. The one of the songs was on the mixes. I was like, What are the odds? Leon's dope. Right. So I just wanted to quickly shout out a couple of those songs because yeah. the mixes of Drake are always really, really dope. Yeah, and they make bomb ass music over there. Yes. OVO signed me. I want to be pro- I was about to say, <laughs> I want to be part of the OVO factory. Oh my god. Like so I would get along. Bomb ass nineties EP. Who is the first lady of OVO? I have the perfect voice for friend. OVO. Her friend. 90s. Hello. Friend. The perfect friend. Friend. I'm putting it out there. Friend. Friend for OVO. Friend. <laughs> Friend, I'm not playing with you. Friend, I'm coming to the studio with you all the time. Hashtag friend OVO. (laughs) 
Hashtag they Fran don't have OVO. A girl, do look, they? look, Fran OVO HFH. <laughs> no, my name would be Lavender, but it'd be spelled L V N D R. Look, that's, that's right on you brand. See it. That goes right in. You see it. Get Oliver Shabib <laughs> 40 on the phone. <laughs> LVNDR, because you know how the young kids don't be spelling shit right. <laughs> it's on trend. <laughs> All right, Dustin, what you got for us? Our head that's shaking from side to side. I okay. sit here thinking about friend joining OVO. <laughs> I, will, I will be at every Manifest show. That. Friend, let me run across the stage before you come on perform. <laughs> Did you see that clip I posted to do on the Rich the Kid video when he jumps out the RV and starts fucking up in the sand? <laughs> Let me do that at your shows before you come out. You I... know we all going to be on the stage. The whole crew. All of us. Jay, me, all me and Jay going to be... We all going to be passing the blood around on the stage. What? Chaska, Maya, yeah. Jesse, Claude, Ch- It'll be like Ooh, 20 of us. Oh, get the tambourines out and shit. Ooh. <laughs> Friend. And when Hashtag I win Grammys, we all have to go on stage like back in the day when like Wu Tang and Onyx like, <laughs> doing the Wakanda. Oh, dreams, dreams. <sighs> go ahead, Dustin. Anyway, so TV land. <laughs> Wasn't at the jam. So TV land. You know you like Jewel. Duh. What? Yes. Before she got her teeth she fixed. Everything. Okay. <laughs> I know you I mean after it. two, but I'm gonna leave the light on. Anyway, um so T V Land. Was there one when she was playing a guitar naked somewhere? Now you thinking about Josh Stone barefoot ass. Uh, no, I don't think about Josh Stone. Now she sang the hell out of Alfie. I mean she can We're sing not her gonna ass play. off. She can't sing her ass <laughs> off. <laughs> Anyway, so back to TV Land. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Atlanta season finale was this week. Mm. Um, we finally have gotten to the reunion, which is where we want to be in the first place. Yes. Um, just now? Just now. just now. Why do I feel like you've been talking Forever. about the reunion? It's been on since the 60s. <laughs> because, but this was a long season, but <laughs> there were so many good parts. It was a long season, but there were some good parts. Yes. But the reunion is coming up next week. Long story short, on the finale episode this week, I was a little disappointed by a couple things. Sheree Whitfield has just, it was like she made it all the way to the last two episodes of the season and really pissed me off. The first week she said something about Mark Daly's nose ring. I'm going to leave that in the past where it belongs because I don't want to get upset no more. I already, my nerves are already bad. Who's Mark Daly? Kenya's husband. Okay. So I don't want to go back. I'm already on edge from that talk we had about China mm-hmm. and that shit they doing over there. <laughs> so I can't go all the way in on Sheree, but... <laughs> And I will give her a pass because, sidebar, they showed her basement remodel. She had these crystal logs in her fireplace. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. When I tell Crystal you logs in yes. her fireplace? You heard me. Yes. When I say, friend, when I got to Google this. <laughs> when I say gorgeous, gorgeous. I okay. Google it right now. Yes. But anyway, so shout sure out to that. stay with a random piece or something. Because even that That's halo. Uh, that sick. Oh, the chandelier? Yes. That she whole basement. She sounds indulgent. She drives. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> She drives me crazy. She drives me crazy. She does. Uh, yes. But anyway, so Sheree got on my nerves. Um, she totally picked a fight with Portia. And I'm not in no way defending Portia. I'm just saying Sheree totally picked a fight with her. Uh, Marlo did too. Man. Whatever. The only person I really like enjoy watching be rude to Portia is Candy. Because yes. Portia deserves some discipline for what she did to Candy. <laughs> 
<laughs> she does. <laughs> so watching that has been entertaining. The reunion, I'm really looking forward to. All of the sound baits that were in the trailer have totally piqued my interest. I know when Ye- when Nene leaks, who is in rare form. I mean, Lenithia is on a thousand. You mean like this? Drug. No. She oh, has like these literal logs. Like literal like, crystal they're logs. They're logs and they're Whoa, crystal. They're okay. gorgeous. Sorry. But um, so anyway, uh, next week for the reunion, Nene, and this conversation is mostly about the reunion trailer because let's face it, that's what everybody's talking about. So next week we get so many sound bites. I loved Candy cussing Kim out, telling her that they were sitting on the sidelines watching them like a fucking fan. Man. Candy was sitting up there, that ponytail was shaking, She that voice was quivering, it was classic Candy Burris. And what I'm most excited about is that this year, Nene and Candy are in cahoots. They're yes. on good terms and they're sitting next to each other on the couch and they are going to do what... <laughs> they said they were going to do. Yes, that's it right there. They're friends. Am I, am I lying? Look now, <laughs> them crystal logs. Do you see why? I, do you see why I had to take a pause for the calls? When she was like, "I love these crystal logs in my fireplace." I said, "What did this motherfucker? What?" And she lit them. No, they oh, weren't even lit. They were just. They were just. Yes. I mean, I ain't mad at it. Okay. Are they gorgeous They're or what? Beautiful. Like. Anyway, um. So whatever. Right, <laughs> um, but yeah. Like next okay. week we get to see Nene and Candy on the same couch, side by side, nailing Kim right. Zolciak's ass to the wall by her lips, oh, and I cannot wait to see that. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, we also get to see Portia Williams um, be a little bit more clear about how she feels about her con- contributions to last year's drama. We get to see Candy finally address Portia face-to-face. We get mm. to see Marlo and Kenya fight about nothing. We get to find out that <laughs> Kenya's pregnant. We get to see Cynthia oh. look at... Oh, yeah. She announces on the reunion. Oh, sweet. And you can see her bump on... Um, I know. Doesn't it make you kind of happy? Like, well, yeah, wow. yeah, because it's what she wanted. It's right. what she wanted. Aww. She tried for so long, like, and then she finally found this man and that like she's in love with I just think it's such a beautiful ending to like not ending it's really a beginning but it's just such a beautiful turn of events of course so I'm happy for her but um we get to see Cynthia Bailey who looks literally stunning when you see Cynthia on this reunion and those of you who have seen the pictures you know the theme for the reunion fashion was Barcelona Barcelona, Spain was the reu- the theme for like their looks, and Cynthia's in this red like strapless gown with this humongous skirt with this beautiful deep. It, I she looks gorgeous, and she won the reunion as far as the look is concerned. So I'm looking forward to it. One of the things that stood out the most um, was when Nene was asking Kim where her scooter was. <laughs> I know that's what she, that's who she was asking. What? Long story, but <laughs> uh, an even longer explanation. But I'm really looking forward to that. Also this week. I don't know if y'all have been paying attention, but Iyanla Fix My Life has been good as hell. And this mm. week, Trina Braxton and her ex-husband Gabe were on there. What? Along with Trina's sons. And some things were revealed. Some things came out. Shout out to Trina Braxton, though, for being willing to do the work and participating in the process. And also, huge, huge shout out. And this will be crazy for people who are fans of the Braxton family values but when I tell you Gabe showed up in this process and had some personal breakthroughs that will give you a lot more clues as to why his behavior has been what it has been this was more so about fixing Gabe almost and just watching the way it came together was amazing so Mm. 
everybody, please watch Eon. Let's fix my life with Trina Braxton and Gabe. Also, The Real Housewives of Potomac. Let's go on over to Potomac well, real well, quick. Well, well, <laughs> well. Season three premiered. They're back. There's a new girl named Charmaine. Was, was that her name? I think so. Miss, Charmaine. Miss America? Yes, Miss United States. I pulled a portion. Potomac, it's a black <clears throat> cast? Potomac is a black cast, yes. I don't know why I always, anytime I hear it, I always think it's a white cast. Because Potomac sounds like, it's just a, it's just a white sounding word. You <laughs> right. think about it, just Potomac. You know right. what I mean? It sounds white, but it's also about all these black women nice. in that area. Um, and this season is going to be on Karen Huger's ass, and I think it's going to be very interesting to watch. I don't like the way Robin Dixon approached her at that table. I think it was unfair. If that's your friend, you don't have to be so scathing with the details. And I think Robin was kind of hamming it up for the cameras because of this but cast. But you know why? I just feel like she's. I feel like she's feeling herself because mm-hmm. she got her man back. He got a job exactly because yeah. you see everything was all the way on point. And that's why she made it a point to let everybody know she was gonna sit down with Karen and tell her about herself too. Yeah, Robin like. is trying to be the tough guy this season, and she needs to back that up. She does. <laughs> she's not ready for that. She's not, <laughs> and especially not with Karen Huger because Karen Huger is a person who set up and, like, watched all these Real Housewives franchises. I keep picturing the the dark-skinned mom from Fresh Prince every time you say that. I, too, (laughs) make that mistake at times. I was like, the show centered around it. It's crazy. (laughs) And that's the realest housewife of Potomac, okay? Look, you got to make millions to have Well, since we're talking about the first one, Viv... Oh no! Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's gonna segue. I don't know. Either. I was totally going to reference her when we were talking about the ballet workout. Oh, and how that scene! Her body, yes, and I was gonna ask if over and pop, pop is involved. I remember she's like over and pop, uh-huh. pop and one. Uh, I, I was gonna ask <laughs> the and one part always gets me. <laughs> but anyway, back to the housewives of Potomac. It's been amazing. I'm really. Ashley. Losing my patience with Monique Samuels oh. on this show. She is one of the most wealthy housewives on this show. These Potomac girls, there's some money moving around this cast. But Monique is complaining about being so busy because her nanny quit, gave her a month's notice and quit. And she's just too busy because she has to take care of two kids under five. No job. All the money in the world. Supportive husband. And she's on t- national television complaining about being busy and needing a break. I didn't like that. Mm. You think about all the people who raising Kylie Jenner got a baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's some people struggling with parenting. You and know what I'm saying? And especially so, when you're talking about planning these big ass parties, because yeah. it's like you talking about you got a lot to do with these kids. You're not actually gonna go out and just hire a, somebody to do this party for you. You have to like sit down and do all this shit for the you're, party. You're, you're, it's a party. <laughs> right. Why are you stressing out about planning a party? It's a party. It's something to enjoy. And it just is something that doesn't look good when there are p- mothers who really are struggling with raising their children. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of getting on my nerves. It's like, girl, shut up. That's why your mama called it. His mama called you a heifer last season. What did she say? <laughs> didn't I tell that heifer? His mother didn't realize her <laughs> mic was hot. And she's an older black woman from the South. I think Alabama or Mississippi. And, and, and friend, like, leaned back and everything to the person next to her. Didn't I get that half a straight? <laughs> Talking about her daughter-in-law. She didn't realize, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. So, with a wig on. <laughs> it was perfect. I'm telling you, it was great television. She wasn't sorry. But shout out to the Real Housewives of Potomac, because that's been great. Um, what about Ashley? 
it's been a great show. Ashley Darby is back with her husband. Sharice. Sharice is a friend of the show. Giselle. Shout out to taking that deal. Giselle is, Giselle rather, excuse me, is dating a man who she feels like she can run. Um, and it's so funny when you watch Giselle dating on this show, the way she approaches different men that she's dated. Mm. Because her disposition is completely different with men who she feels like she has the upper hand with when it comes to them having a desire to like be in the situation. And when she's dealing with other guys who have a little bit more confidence, she finds something not to like. Mm. But if a guy is kind of withdrawn and like, you know, kind of low or, or just, you know, kind of meek, she she feels more comfortable with a man like that. Mm. It's just interesting when you watch Giselle's personality and you think about all that kind of stuff, you'd be like, oh, okay, so you the type that'll do that. Okay. It just makes sense. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, but that's been great. Um, Sister Circle Life has been interesting. Quiet is tired of Kiana's intro saying she's the Kiana Dancy. <laughs> Today, hell, Quad was just like, I'm Miss Quad. She don't even say yours truly <laughs> no. no more. She's so sick of it. Um, so that's been great. And yeah, <laughs> that's all we'll talk about this week. <laughs> that's it. Thank you for talking about TV with me. It's been fantastic. <laughs> and I also want to give a huge shout out to James Caldwell on YouTube. Um, who I've mentioned on the show before. He's a hilarious YouTuber, but he gave one of the most hilarious reviews for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta that I have ever seen in my entire oh. life of watching these YouTube reviewers. And the dialogue that he had about Miss Charlene's purple hair and her deciding to stick to having purple hair or either dye it black and setting down somewhere. <laughs> Who's Miss Charlene? Rashida Rashida's mama. mama. Oh. Rashida who got bags. This is great. So boss chick. Yeah. <laughs> Bags chick. But mm-hmm. is it purple or is it like when you no, get that rinse? No, Because no, no, that no, used no. to happen to my grandma. She would do this rinse that would make her hair purple. Like that gospel song. This but it was is on the way to being white. This right mm. here is like purple, like mm. purple, like what? Like, like a crown royal bag. Purple. <laughs> Like it's intentional, you know. You remember that splat hair color? Mm-hmm. Oh that's my what it's God. like. She used that, like, like that manic panic. Remember that manic yes. panic? Yeah. It's like she did it at hot, with some hot topic color <laughs> that they sell at Ricky's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't the best, but oh, it looks cute. <laughs> it's a little bit more vibrant than that. Let I me like see. it. It's cute. Oh, that ain't no. It's like last, that's a, that's last season. This season, they in, it's that color right there. The Yahoo purple. That's <laughs> Asante. Look, Yahoo purple. It's a Yahoo it purple. purple. Yeah. It is. It's very. It's. It's exciting, like mine. Shout out to Rashida Mama. But yeah, when shout out to James Caldwell and his review of that episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. <laughs> it was amazing, and the things that he said, I'm telling you, it's hilarious. And he made a lot of sense when he talked about Rashida having to accept that baby and how she really don't have to accept that baby. So it's great. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> And I said, accept that baby. We're talking about some real ghetto shit. I'm telling you, y'all. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you have trouble making time for it during your day or have had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy is not just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories or bullshit. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. 
Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained, keyword, trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code zone and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Now, moving mm-hmm. on to what you guys want to ask us in the Asking for a Friend segment, Asante. I'm afraid to ask what you got for us this week. As per usual, don't forget to send in all of the emails to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. The email is thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I took a beat, I said it twice. There you are. <laughs> Uh, This email, the subject is, how do I get over someone I never broke up with in the first place? Okay. All right. Um, The young woman goes to write, I moved to a new state for work all on my own and met someone along the way. He's military, so he's used to moving around a lot. I don't plan on staying here forever either, but my career isn't so flexible to where I can just pack up and go. A couple months in, he told me his deployment date, where he'd be sent off where he'd be sent on different missions for the next four years. My life suddenly felt like that dating app episode on Black Mirror. Damn, I didn't even know she said the Black Mirror. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) We had had a time limit. They is watching us. But you know what? You got to watch that episode. They watching us. How about watch that? They watching us. Look, that's what it feel like, too, after you watch it. Oh, my God. I'm dead. I'm going, "Mm." (laughs) Right. Mm. Um, my life suddenly felt like that dating app episode on Black Mirror. We had a time limit, and I knew what the hell I was getting myself into. Wow. Yet, six months later, the dates and nights out continued, and we grew closer every day. Our schedules were complete opposites, but we still squeezed in as much time with each other as possible. But as the clock ticked, things became less than perfect. We were both stressed out by the upcoming distance, which caused a strain in the relationship. We talked it out, and seeing how neither of us wanted... Excuse me, neither of us know where we'll be in the next couple of years. It's best to remain friends. Plus, he said he'd never want me to give up on my dreams just to follow him. Amen. We said it wasn't a breakup, but a situational pause. His words. And agree that the hardest part about moving forward as a couple was that we didn't know when we cross <laughs> We didn't know when we'd cross paths again, at least not for a long time. Seems like it wasn't meant to be for now. I miss him so much, but I know I can't let this hinder me and what I came to do in this stage of life. How can I continue to level up without my broken heart weighing me down? Sincerely, Starcross Lover. Damn. I feel bad for you, Starcross Lover, because a broken heart is not fun. At all. No, it is not. But so that being said, like, why have one if there's no need to have one? If either you guys are broken up or not, you know, like Nicki Minaj said, you know, if you ain't shitting, then get off the pot. So, like, either you guys are going to break up or you're not a situational pause. It's some shit that he made up. I don't know why. And I don't know why you really accepted that. But I know right now it's a lot going on, you know. But I think that you guys are together or you're not together. Define that and move accordingly. 
there's no reason for you to suffer the pain that comes along with the broken heart if y'all aren't even broken up in the first place. Right. And that's why I was confused by how do you move forward as a couple after you just said y'all like broke down? Is it not a breakup? Is it a breakdown? Like what is it? The, and that's the question. Yeah. How do I get over someone I never broke up with? You don't. You stay together. <laughs> mm. That's what it is. Like, you just stay together. If you're going to be together, you're going to be together. And if you want to break up, just break up. There's literally no in-between. There's none. But it sounds like he wanted it to be done, right? She well, doesn't really have well, an option. What she said, those were his words. It's a situational pause. What the hell is a situational <laughs> I mean, pause, y'all? I millennials mean, what is a situational pause? I mean, I feel like maybe they both wanted it. Like, just because of the distance thing. And and I don't know if you're necessarily heartbroken over the end of the relationship as much as it is just the end of those consistent moments that you guys have been having. And I feel like there's something to be said about celebrating that. And I, I can't tell you whether you should stay with this person or break up with this person. Now, me and how I do things, I don't know if those, you know, six months of moments is going to be enough for me to hold on to a long-distance relationship. But you do know the dates of deployment where he's going to be, so maybe that's something you can work out with him. But I think if you want to be, like Dustin was saying, if you want to be with him, be with him, and y'all can work that out. Or you can just break up with him, or, you know, y'all making a mutual thing and end it, and you celebrate the things that y'all had to enjoy, and you can move on knowing that there is someone out there for you that you might just be able to have more access to in the future but that's really on you with what you want to do but you need to make it clear that y'all are going to be together and be together or y'all not and y'all not yeah i mean i've pretty much every relationship i've been in with the exception of maybe one was long distance and they work if you both want them to work right that's always the key as long as it's a mutual decision a mutual excitement mutual interest it can absolutely work the pause sounds like Either he had another situation. I don't want to put that in your brain, but or I don't know what would make me tell someone let's pause. Right, that's what I'm like. If the you know feelings you are really strong, yeah, like I think you just have to see the situation for what it is and not give it more and just let your heart heal. Maybe take it as a good thing. You know what I mean? Why would you want to wait around for someone that is cool with putting you on pause? Have a break, baby, mm-hmm. on the nigga. Oh my God. <laughs> Gee, we on, you said we was on pause. Oh my God. Make it a pregnant pause. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe you should flip no, the script. No, Maybe no. she should flip no, the script and have the break baby. <laughs> have a break baby. Get your Dwayne Wade, get your D Wade on in this month. Have a break baby <laughs> on him. You know what I'm saying? Because he the one, don't know, you know, waiting on the other shooter drop, can't make his mind up, you know? Turning or chasing his tail, not doing nothing, just moving in circles. Have a break, baby. I just think if someone wants to make something work, they will. Yes. And if the effort wasn't put in to make it work, then you need to read that and accept it. Heartbreak is definitely not easy, but it's where you're at right now. Just let it in so that it can go out as Mm. fast as possible. (laughs) Do not have a break, baby. Because <laughs> well, that would be one way of letting it in. It, but if he don't come <laughs> back, there was no so break. Exactly. <laughs> now so you broke just got baby. <laughs> Talk about million dollar baby. That's three fifty baby. Oh What's that God. score? What's that score structure? A <laughs> <laughs> hey, million dollar baby is th- no more dollar baby. <laughs>
Delamette. Oh it wasn't Delamette, love. Delamette. Yeah, where is Thelma? Somebody <laughs> asked Thelma. Tell them I will sell them <laughs> with a baby in the belly. Hmm. <laughs> this is the worst episode ever. <laughs> Hopefully that helps you somehow. You know it's not. We need to get well, Dr. Joy on here. I think okay. we did good with this because that military insurance is good. <laughs> oh my God. So you know all the prenatal care, done. Oh, but he's in the military, not right. her. Right. right, it's him. But she's working. Not... She got a good job that is stable because she, she, you can't be doing all that bouncing around all over the place. That's the whole issue. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, baby. <laughs> Boom. That's it, huh? <laughs> we move on to uh, save ourselves and move on to the black business. Um. Yes. Do you happen to have one handy? I do. Thank the Lord Jesus. This <laughs> friend has one, <laughs> and it ties into the financial conversation. Uh, I saw that CNN had a, a highlight on a young black woman by the name of Sheena Allen. She attended the University of Southern Mississippi, majored in psychology and film. And during her senior year of college, she thought of an idea for a finance money organizing mobile app after leaving Walmart with a long receipt. With no technical background, Sheena designed her first app in Microsoft Word before Mm. finding a developer to partner with. Since since then, she's built her mobile app companies to have millions of downloads, started her own development company called Housebox. I mean, she's massive. So she's uh, been featured in Forbes, Black Enterprise, Madame Noir. So the app that was highlighted on CNN is called Capway. And it says that Capway was started with the purpose of creating a new experience and way of thinking when it comes to money for those that have been kept on the outside of today's financial system, Mm. which are the financially underserved, who are often victims of ridiculous fees and uh, rush cards uh, to Ooh. cash their checks or send money, high interest rates on quick loans, redlining by banks, and numerous other issues. But at Capway, we work to understand and solve those problems. Even more, we work to understand and serve the people with those problems. So she's focused on people who are unbanked, which is someone without a bank account, underbanked, who are those who may have a bank account but still use alternative financial options due to poor access to mainstream financial services, as well as the working poor, which she defines as someone with a job, but his or her income falls below the poverty level, usually living paycheck to paycheck. So she has financial literacy programs. You can uh, customize them based on your financial needs. So you can sign up for her site on capway.co. That's C-A-P-W-A-Y.co to find out more information on how the app works, how it can help you with financial literacy, and ways that she can kind of put you onto the financial system in the ways that you've been kept on the outside of it. So Work, Sheena. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> Really blown by all these amazing, intelligent black women, black women providing it. access to their communities. Killing it. We talk about ecosystems all the time on this show. So hello to that. And I'm very, very excited to highlight her. So Capway, the road to financial health. And download the app if you need more information on your mobile. And that's it for this week's Black Business. We are done. This week's episode. Do you have any church announcements before we get out of here? Yes. I'm going to be having a birthday party this Sunday in New York City. 
Yeah. And it is open to, to the public. It is going to be oh open to the public. Oh my god, cute, Dustin. Um, and so the details will be releasing probably by the time you hear this, if not shortly thereafter. Cute. So yeah, this Sunday, like a party party. This Sunday in New York. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you guys the details. So, oh my god, doing something a little different this year, but yeah, so it's gonna be open, um, and I will release the details soon. Are we playing dodgeball in Central Park? We're not. No, I wish we were. You know, I, <laughs> that's I still, so you. That's why I'm still going to do the water fight. Yes, we haven't. When it's warmer. We're still gonna do that, but this is yeah, some a little get different. The super soakers, especially yes, black men. <laughs> Lonnie Johnson, blackest. I'm telling you. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, if you are going to be in Boston this weekend, Boston, pack the card, have it, yeah. Um, I'm going to be in Boston <laughs> with the Reed. I will be hosting the pop up shop at 171 Newberry Street on the second floor. It's Boston, Mass. Um, catch me. You can catch me. Mm-hmm. Uh, hosting the pop up. I will also be previewing uh, a. A game or two. It'll be something fun, like a mini game to If I Were a Rapper. And speaking If I Were a Rapper, another date will be coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. And that is it here for me. What about you, friend? What you got? Um, those of you who missed the application process for Denver, uh, they are current. There's actually one slot open on the tour. <laughs> the Hunger Games, girl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, because <laughs> we went through all, remember this tour is different. This tour is is for everybody, but it's focused on creatives. We wanted to really curate an experience where healers, creatives, um, neighborhood leaders, thought leaders, people that can help others thrive by us giving them amplification. That was our focus. That was the mission for this year. So we really, really read through every single application. There were like 300 plus applications just for Denver. We took our time. But like I said, we wanted to curate it based on the projects that you guys, some of you are funny as hell. People were writing like one and two words. I'm like, well, what made you think we're going to pick you? Right. <laughs> some people writing essays. Like we were going for the people that were just like excited. Towards your social credit. You know, your social credit. So uh, there's one spot still open. So if you missed out because we already closed that. The Vermont applications are up now, but in the section where you put your name in, just put Denver next to it in parenthesis, and I will put that in the Denver pile and make sure that my team reviews you for that slot that is still open. And Vermont, Burlington, Vermont, your applications are now live, so please... Go to activationtour.com if you're a creative, if you're a screenwriter, a singer, if you're working on financial apps, whatever it is that you are contributing to the growth of others in some way, if you're helping people thrive in your communities, whatever it is you're contributing to the ecosystem, we want to amplify you. That's why it's called the Activation Tour because we want to activate what you're doing with whatever powers we have within the tour and also you being around other people in your local area is powerful. Yes. Sometimes you just don't know where people are and we're putting you in the same room, city from city by city by city. So it's going to be an amazing tour. I'm very excited about it. It's totally different from last year. Open to men and women's, but open what? to everyone. Hold up. So you mean I can fill out? I have one application. I thought it was all, I didn't know. It's open to you everyone. You said I thought it was all women. I've I did been not saying know. it. No, it's open to absolutely every, anyone well, girl, who wants to come. Got one slot. There's no, come in, come to on, Denver. 
There's Especially no, the Denver. <laughs> there's no age limit. There's no it, whatever you are, come as long as you have something to contribute to the ecosystem yeah. because that's the point of the tour. So, like I said, if you still want to apply to Denver and then slot with your name, put Denver in parentheses. If you are in Burlington, Vermont, applications, we're reading them now. So that's it. Wow. Activationtour.com. Wait till you guys see the merch. Okay, it's Tyra so Banks, cute. Man. I have one application left <laughs> and 725 beautiful men and women in front of me. <laughs> but how will you choose, Fran? Uh, and that is it. You guys don't have anything else? No. Outside of the friend zone coming to a city near you? Can't wait to be in Chicago. Oh, yes. Friendzonelive.com, baby. Okay, can't wait to see y'all in Chicago. Can't wait to see y'all in L.A. And uh, that's it. Chicago, May 12th. Los Angeles, June 16th. Oh, let's do it. Look, that's what Sheena was watching when she was in the Walmart before she spent all her money. That's it for this week's episode. We love you. And we will see you next week. Sing, little nigga. Bye, bitch. Bye, ho. Listen to his guys. little chest. <laughs> Bye, Singing. <y'all. laughs> Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.